What's up, everybody? Welcome to Flagrant 2 No Easy Buckets Analysis by Assholes Water Cooler Commentary for Your Soul's Needs. Assholes, this podcast is brought to you by Manscaped. Okay, manscaped.com. Get your balls right. All right, get your pubes right. Mm. Get your shit tucked. Have it looking like Scotty Pippen. You need to have <laughs> it nice and that high top fade. You need to have it. You know exactly what I was talking Desert. about. I don't know if my my ball hair is curly enough, but I would absolutely <laughs> like to look like a young toadstool. Like Trey Young. <laughs> <laughs> like Trey Young. <laughs> That's the texture the of my ball hair, son. So he got pubes on his head. <laughs> all right, all right. Back to this. But real talk. Manscape.com. You can get a manscaping kit. It's legit. I use it myself. You know, you gotta, you know, you're having those low self-esteem days where you need to take some control of something in your life, and then you chop down some of them pubes. You feel like you got a little bit more length. You feel like you got a little bit more girth. <laughs> you feel like you can make some moves. So if you go to manscaped.com right now, you get 20% off anything you buy, free shipping. Just use the promo code Flagrant, and they're shipping the shit to you for free. You hear that? No shipping. That's manscaped.com. Use the promo code flagrant. Save money. Get some free shipping. Get your balls right. Your girl will thank me uh, later. She'll thank you later. And if you're one of the lady assholes listening to this show, send it to your mans. Mm -hmm. Okay? That's a nice gift right there. Get your mans right. If you're trying to tell your boyfriend or husband to shave his pubes or trim them, but you don't want to say it directly, give him the gift. The gift that keeps on giving, okay? Anyway, and real quick, some church announcements. Uh, this Saturday, I will be uh, at Bridgeport, Connecticut at the Stress Factory Comedy Club. One show, Saturday night, March 9th. If you're in that area, come through, man. Um, I probably won't be doing the full views from assist because I've already started dropping some clips, but I'm going to be doing a lot of it, some stuff that you guys haven't seen yet. So it's your last chance to really see me do it before that is completely done. You could also see the new material that I'm cooking up for the next tour, which I got a name for, but I'm, I can't tell you just yet. But mm -hmm. then you could also go to theandrewshows.com and get tickets for everything. Uh, we're going to be out in... Uh, uh, Minnesota, Minneapolis, uh, Minnesota at the Acme Comedy Club in March, um, I believe it's 15th and 16th. Mm. Uh, you can get tickets for that. Those tickets go quick out there. It's an amazing club, one of the best comedy clubs in the country. So make sure you check that um, and get that. And then there's more dates that I will be adding on um, on uh, on my website, theandrewshows.com. You can get all the clips that you need right there also, you guys already know this, most of you, but if you don't, Views from the Sis, chapter one and two are up right now on my YouTube, okay? You watch the full versions. I'm putting clips on Instagram that are pieces of the full joke, but go get the full joke, chapters one and two. A new chapter is dropping every Sunday, youtube.com slash The Andrew Schultz. We are changing the way comedy specials are done. Um, obviously, shout to Alex Media, you know, shout to Matt Rodriguez, shout to Demarcus Alan, not Russell, which I called him on the Coach. Patreon. <laughs> uh, I, I call him the exact cousin, right? Any DeMarcus, no. But uh, uh, for helping me shoot the special, shout out to Manhattan Productions for editing the special. Um, my boy Brad and Eric Klein did an amazing job at that. Worked really fucking hard. Uh, and so every Sunday, a new part of the comedy special is coming out. And just because, you know, we don't do shit regular, we got to do shit extra. The tour documentary for the special is also coming out every week. So every new city that we're doing the, the jokes in, you're going to have a tour documentary for that city. So this week, 
is going to be Copenhagen. I dropped the Trump joke in Copenhagen, and you're going to get the tour documentary every Thursday as part of our dropping in series. That comes out every Thursday as well. So next week, I'm going to be doing a joke uh, about these trannies, and you're going to get the tour documentary that takes place in London and continues throughout. So we are just hitting you over the head with this fucking content, mm-hmm. changing the game as we speak. And the only way it changes is if y'all watch it and fuck with it. It's literally the only way we change it. So if you like what we're doing here, share it in your group chats, share it in your emails, share it with your family, share it with your wife, share it with your ex-wife, share it with your boyfriend, share it with your ex-boyfriend, share it with literally everybody. Give them a laugh because that's what the fuck that we're out here doing. We are literally giving these things away, giving away a little bit of joy, and we're ruffling some feathers on the way. Um, and that is all I got to say for the beginning of this app. Alex, yes? If we're coming to your city, give us suggestions. If you enjoy dropping in, give us Ooh. suggestions of things to do when we're coming to your city. Facts. And Alex, who was the guy that gave you the songs for uh, the beats for dropping? Shit, in? I don't know. We're gonna find. I put them on every. Episode. We're gonna we're gonna find. We had a you know you know how we do all asshole everything over here. We we support the family. We try to empower y'all as much as we possibly can. Alex has been using homemade beats on the dropping ins. Yep. That's right. So if you see some songs and shit, you're like, yo, that shit is fire. Yeah, you know what? That shit is from an asshole. Yes, sir. All right? That's from somebody's part of the yes, army, sir. man, because that's what we doing out here. So um, anyway, man, thank y'all so much. And Kaz got a dope announcement that I oh, want yeah, him man. To, to, to tell y'all about. This is very exciting. Yeah, man. Uh, all my wrestling fans or people who have followed my wrestling journey uh, for the past couple of years, Wale Mania has been in Orlando, New York, Dallas, uh, God, where else? New Orleans, whatever. We're coming to New York. I am curating it this year. Describe Wally Mania for those of us who don't know exactly what it is. See, I don't know what Wally Mania is. Wally Mania is the unofficial Welcome to WrestleMania Week event that kicks off every WrestleMania week. It's on the Thursday night. You get to kick it with your favorite wrestlers. Um, it's a live podcast. It's a party. It's like you get a concert from Wale. Oh, my it's God. A, bunch of drinking it's it's really like a, a all-star pro wrestling fan fest slash concert for like you know people like us like hip-hop guys whatever but it's it's really fun we do it every year we sell it out every year i'm curating it this year um i, I wanted this. to wait until earlier this um later this week to announce it but we you know i got it confirmed tell the family, as we're on the phone. Tell the family. i'll tell the family first so tickets go on sale this friday we're gonna drop the flyer this week Thursday, April 4th, Sony Hall, New York City, Times Square. It's going to be amazing. We're going to have a a whole bunch of big surprises coming through. Going to have a great performance by Wale. Go listen to Pole Dancer with Make the Sign. It's not right now. And um, if you like my interview, my my story that I did on Complex with uh, Zion (laughs) Williamson and uh, the New York Knicks, go check that out on my uh, Twitter page. Um, You know, they've taken notice. Obviously, it's done numbers. So the more the assholes support it, the more it goes up. Up. Go read um, that. Support the man. I finally did my my uh, my exit interview from WWE Hot. with my boy Emilio Sparks on the the Wrestle Rap podcast. So if you ever wanted to hear about my journey throughout that company uh, and and the fun times I had over there, I gave a pretty in depth discussion to my boy Emilio Sparks on the Wrestle Rap podcast. 
And uh, I think that's it for now. And there'll be more stuff coming in the next Amazing. few weeks. But, Again, uh, so let's get into yeah. the show. I just want to say real quick, thank y'all so much, everybody who watched and shared the clip that I dropped Sunday and the, the clip I dropped the Sunday before. But this last Sunday, I think across all platforms, we hit like 150,000 views Oof. in a day or something like that. Like it was insane. Body so thank y'all so much, man. This is the new way we get shit out there. Keep sharing. Keep, uh, you know, letting people see if you think they really fuck with it. Keep it up, man, because we're putting pressure on these networks. We got our fucking foot on their neck, and I'm ready to put even more pressure. All right? I want to see veins bursting. <laughs> so make it happen. Now let's start the fucking show. Uh, I'm Andrew Schultz. I'm here with Real Life Cast, Yo. Alex Media, Yo. Edin, and special guests, my buddy, comedian, Paul Verzi. Yeah. Yo. In the building. Welcome, bro. Yo. Yeah, yeah. Paul Yo. came in. Thanks for having it me. It was a hot combo. Paul yeah, came into a hot combo. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yo, I literally sat back and watched that, uh -huh. and I was like, yo, this is this is like maybe some extra podcast. Like, I thought this, <laughs> I thought this was an extra so recording. This like bonus you, Yeah, well, he was giving you life stuff, yeah. and I was listening, and I was like, wow, that's really good. Good and accurate, and I'm like, I'm just gonna shut up. Man. <laughs> I was like, what? at one point, I almost leaned in and started to say, like, listen to what he's. But I'm like, I'm gonna back up. And then the whole time, you're like, yeah, we didn't start yet. Yeah. <laughs> like, that should have been for, for a second. Like, I forgot that we were recording. Yo, that, and, I was talking to him like the mic yeah. is on, so I'm like, yeah, like well, moving the mic and shit. And you kept like leaning towards the mic. <laughs> Yo, true. It's, I guess a natural <laughs> movement yeah. when you're like, you just read like, it. I'm sitting here, I'm just like, that yeah. was the greatest non-podcast conversation <laughs> about about. Career advice in career I've ever heard. Like, uh, no, he we gonna get into when it. When the tide comes up, all the boats. And I was like, you know this you is crazy. What? It was good because I don't think we gotta get. We don't want to give that game away for free. No, we like, gonna, that was that great. Yeah, we yeah, talked right, a little right. bit about exactly. it, but I want everybody to 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 know who Paul is. Paul just had a, a great Comedy Central hour special. Thank you, man. Um, I think you were one of the first, or if not the first one, produced by Bill Burr. I was. So so Bill is producing. Uh, I think four, maybe more. Bill and All Things Comedy, Al Madrigal, and the All Things Comedy Shout Network. Yeah. yeah, so what they wanted to do was they wanted to put three or four comedians under the umbrella to do the first hour specials. Right, because Comedy Central is so incompetent <laughs> at finding talented comedians, they have to outsource the skill of finding... Like, there's somebody at Comedy Central whose job it is to find funny people, oh, and they just tapped out. They're like, I can't do it! The mustaches don't work! I I don't know. Uh, no, so it, and I was I was uh, lucky enough to be touring with Burr, and he was watching me, and he was watching me grow, and like, yeah. listen, there's a lot of people that you when somebody says something to you that's complimentary of yeah. your your yeah. stand up, but when it when it's Bill, and, and I've watched him through the last four of his hours, yeah. when he says something about a bit, and then I was like, man, I think I want to do an hour, and he watched me. He's every time it's new and it's getting better, and then they they were put they had some names that they wanted to do and. I was supposed to do it. As a matter of fact, Pete Davidson. Right. Shout out to Pete Davidson because Pete Davidson and I were smoking a cigar. Right. It had nothing to do with all things comedy. It had nothing to do with Bill Burr. It had nothing right. to do with Al Madrigal. Me and Pete are just smoking a cigar in Manhattan. And he goes, yep. hey, man. Because uh, he heard how the hour was coming, I was working in the city. He goes, "I'd like to direct." I didn't even know what that meant. Right, so right, right, right. Hold a camera. I, yeah, I didn't yeah. know yeah. what yeah. directing yeah. a comedy yeah. special meant. Yeah, yeah. And he goes, "Well, I'll put my name on it." And then you know, I was going to a company without mentioning names. They found out I was being done wrong, bad. Oh, bad. Really? Yeah. yeah. And we saw something in the contract that would have basically mentioned names. Uh, well, the the the, the, the comedy. I'll, I'll say this: it was look. 
Comedy Dynamics was the company, yeah, yeah, and yeah. it was just <clears throat> we saw something that was just it, it was unfair, and it was unfair that I, there was something that I didn't have knowledge of. Right, okay? so they were getting there a little was, sneaky. There, there was something I didn't have knowledge of. Yeah, and uh, they were actually great to me up until I saw the contract, and I'm going, this this is something bad we don't move, want, Brian. This is bad this move, is, Brian. This is some, hey, I don't know who you're <laughs> talking you about. <laughs> <laughs> so so when all when, when we basically had to pull out, and I had to pull out of the deal. Yeah, and people, are you going to pull out, man? This is like your special, and this is a dream, and, and I'm like. Yeah. Yeah. It, it can't it, it can't be this way and then when All Things Comedy found out because I did my album with All Things Comedy yeah, right. which was successful right. in America and Canada and then I also have the Verzi Effect podcast under All Things Comedy right. so I've kind of been under that umbrella so people who don't understand All Things Comedy they're like a comedy conglomerate they're started by two comics Bill Burr and Al Madrigal yeah uh, uh, Ari Shafir is also oh like is Ari involved like in one of the yeah like a shareholder Ari. Ari Shafir is like an, an outsider shareholder like there's a few of them so the idea was like hey why don't we start creating content producing content we're comics let's do it um very similar uh is what i'm doing now through the youtube through mm -hmm. the youtube channel i would say that sure. they're they're like a little wider in range like they don't yeah. have a specific type of comedy that they'll support they're like we just like good comedy yeah and to be honest i think that could hurt them in this environment we'll get we'll get there later okay. but uh just so people have an understanding of what all things comedy is yes a ton of like you know Online content, cooking shows, travel shows. It started with everybody's podcast there. Right. So it was just a podcast network that has now kind of grown become yep. grown and got that. So then when they found out that I had a fallen out, that's when they go, you know, this Let's is good timing because Al Madrigal had a meeting with them going, we want to do specials. Right. We want to do comedy specials. And since this happened and you're ready, let's go. And so we did. They were, where do you want? And it was great. They were great. Like, where do you want to do it? I said, I want to do it in New York. Yeah. Uh, what, who, you know, we'll let you interview. They were like, you interview the directors. Mm. You interview them. Yeah. You, you do it all. And they let me do that. And Pete obviously stayed on, kept his name on, of course, because he's got the ball rolling. And uh, and everybody came together, man. And, and knock on wood, it's doing fantastic it, it broke the comedy central online Whoa, records that's all that matters came out yeah yeah because and, and they so finally we're, were streaming thank god because they started streaming the march before right. my special came out because before they, they weren't streaming so it was yeah. a one and done it was your special is either seen at midnight yeah. or whatever yeah. and then that's it or it's not but then they started streaming so through the app people can still see it people still hit me up and say there's i watched it live and i'll tell you why i watched it because i saw you do a joke at new york comedy club okay and um the joke was, I'm probably going to butcher it, but it was something like, it was something about school shootings. Yeah. And the, the joke went something to the extent of like, yeah, you know, like there'll be like four or five, six, you know, kids get killed at these school shootings. And it's like, they got an AR-15. It's like, <laughs> no, I feel like I could take out 30 with that or something. No, the, joke, the joke was like, they were like 21 people killed. That's, yeah. that's uh, a U.S. record. I'm like, record? I'm yeah. like, <laughs> it's like, shut the door. You got an AR-15. Stop doing it. Nobody's leaving. They're like, I'm not for it. Listen, I'm not for it. But I'm saying like, it's like, you got, you got a lot of rounds. That's it. <laughs> That's a lot of bro. You know, so I like, saw that bit. I saw that bit, and you know me. That uh, type of comedy. It's the type of comedy I like. And I find I remember it was at New York Comedy Club. I saw you do it, and I remember I remember you, you just killed with it. And I, you know, I saluted you when you came off stage. I remember you did. You were sitting over there, and you did. You were like, I love that thing. Yes, you did. And, and I was, yeah, and it's uh, and it was one of those things where it's like, you got to push. Like for me, I feel like this is the environment to push. You know, you got to push the envelope. You got to make the joke that maybe you're afraid to make this, yeah, that, yeah. the other. Yes. And whenever I see a comic doing it, you know, I make sure that I I salute them because I know how much backlash 
we could go through for oh, that. Of course. I know yeah. every time you're at a club and that joke doesn't do well, you could get a talk to with the owner or a tweet from the audience. So there's Absolutely. a risk. You know, this is the this is bullfighting. Sometimes you get skewered mm-hmm. by the yes. bull, you know? <laughs> yes. So like I saw it was that one and then another guy who who did a joke that, named Rami Yusuf. You know Rami? I do know Rami. He's got this great joke about why you should be able to fuck your cousin. Oh, and and it's just Please pushing. context. <laughs> Ain't no context. It's just, and like, he looks some shit up and he's like, the only reason you're not allowed to fuck your cousin is because uh, they want to keep immigrant populations low in America. Oh, that's like in oh, a lot yeah. of the places in the world, you just marry your cousin. Right. But they right. had all these immigrants coming in. So apparently white people are like, yo, don't be fucking your cousin because there might be too many of y'all. We're going to make it a little difficult because you're all cousins anyway. So, <laughs> so, and it was just like, okay, you're defending fucking your cousin. I like this. Yeah. We're pushing. This yeah. is gotcha. comedy. Okay. So you had one yeah. of those bits where I was like, this is comedy. Yeah. It's still alive. People still doing you, it. Watch the special. You, you have, oh, thank you so yeah. much. And it means a lot. And I love, I don't the way, watch specials. No, no, no. Yeah, I'm and surprised sh- to hear that and you. Shout out to Alex knows. Yeah. I do not watch them. Yeah. Well, I got a couple of those in the next one, and I, and the more I do it, the more I realize like that's my thoughts, and if I'm not going to be punished for my thoughts, yeah. we can't be punished for thoughts. Yeah, and yeah, the shit that yeah, you're that's doing, what we stand for here, and, man. And, and and the shit that you're doing, Andrew, and I, and I know you're doing, and and that's another reason why I wanted to, and I'm glad, like you know, this podcast you could go on, and everybody could just you know jerk each other off about <laughs> you know, oh, this is great, that great, yeah, check them out of fucking bananas, you know, and that's cool, but the shit you're doing. And and I told you this at the cellar. I think yeah, yeah. You're, I think you're an innovator. I think Thank that you, I think the game needs what you're doing. And and it's 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 a joke like you saw me do where you go. I like that. That's why you're doing what you do because Absolutely. you're that's that's the comedy and that's the level that you're trying to do. And um that that shit you did. And I, I texted you last night. Yep. I was laying in bed. My kids are sleeping and I'm watching that joke. The the, the, the pussy grabbing <laughs> joke. And uh, you know and and but but what's really dope is when you said and and this is some this is next level shit which I love and I'm trying to do this with my next hour and I think every comic who's pushing it should do it is when you said well when did you ask for the man's consent yeah, right? yeah, yeah. When is a man's consent? Because that's never a, you know, I did, I used to do, I was going to do a joke and they said I can't do it. And mm. the joke was basically, and it's so funny, Nick DePaulo goes, I would open with it. <laughs> <laughs> but if you guys don't know the Nick The joke DePaulo. was basically like, if a man says he's raped, yeah. right, I immediately, yeah. I would immediately believe him. Absolutely. Right. Right. But then the joke was, I said, if a woman says she's raped, I want to know if it was All-Star Weekend. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. And they were like, you, today, right. you can't say that. And I'm like, <laughs> right? Because that's what it is. That's, <laughs> that's what it is. My boy, Jersey. <laughs> you know? I told y'all. I want to know if it's all I told star, y'all. I want to know if it's All-Star Weekend because I know <laughs> I it goes down. Not, but it's true. Like, whenever you hear an allegation, right, the first thing you say is like, by who? Right? Because I want to know. But, but <laughs> the reason we're asking who, right, yeah. is we're asking right. what you can gain. Yeah. Like, if a woman's like, I was raped, by this homeless guy, we'd be like, nah, you got raped by that homeless guy. Like, that <laughs> right? But if someone's like, I got raped, and it's by Elon Musk, you're like, bitch, <laughs> you got your goddamn mind, bitch. You're just trying to go to Mars, Yo, bro. Yeah. Fuck out of here, yo. Oh, my God. Who's a, there's a girl, Chloe. Who's a comedian, Chloe? Chloe Hilliard. No, 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 no. Small white girl. I don't know. Oh my God, Chloe something. It's like, I don't know if it's a French last name. She did a joke. I walked into New York Comedy Club. Yeah. And I was so she's young and new. Yeah, yeah. But she goes, you know, she goes, <laughs> she goes, she goes, yeah, you know, this guy takes me back, and I just caught like the the, the like the closer. Of yeah, it. She yeah. Goes, yeah. This guy took me back to his his house, you know. And he goes, and then he started raping me, and the whole crowd just goes like, you know, oh my God. Yeah, she yeah. goes, then I look back. 
and I saw his Yale diploma on the wall, and I was like, nah, he's fucking me. <laughs> I was like, yo, that's fucking hilarious. Yo. Like, and I had to reach out to her. If you're oh if you're a comic, listen to this. Find that's me that girl's shit. name. No, I want to know who that is. No, I'll find it. I know, because I reached out to her. I her name. I actually told, yeah, she oh, did. Because yes. for me, well, this is a place God where, like, damn. these, I'm trying to create a place where, like, all these comics can put up these jokes, because no network is going to put up that joke. But I'll put up your joke. I'll put it up on a YouTube yeah. channel. I'll put it up. I'm going to make sure people see it because I know people will fuck with it. So I need to find out who Chloe is. Make sure you message me and find out yeah, who Yeah, yeah. She's at New York Comedy Club a lot. She I was bet. recently at Stand Up New York. So I'll get the yo, name. Th there was this other chick who, you know, this other chick maybe last. She had a joke. It was uh, it's like, yeah, you know, I fucked this guy. We didn't use a con, whatever. Um, so I had to use, get Plan B. And, uh, you know, he was a gentleman. He gave me the $50 for the Plan B. Uh, <laughs> he's also stupid because I'm on birth control, but I'm up 50. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, so it's like women are playing Yo, in this space. They got to. They got to and and they, they weren't before, but yeah. now they're playing in this space. And, yo, maybe that's the one... Like positive... The one... But that's a positive to the Me Too shit is like, now women got a little bold. Like, yeah. men got yeah. pussy. So yeah, now yeah. women are like, all right, we can say like whatever. Swinging their dicks yeah. like the they're hard, swinging their fucking dicks. It's like, okay. The pendulum is starting to... And, yeah. and then it's... And then we're going to meet in the middle. It's, and then it's going to meet in the middle. It's always... This always that works. was always what I thought out of this whole shit. Like, it it has Chappelle to. had to think about it, too. When he was it? like... I think it was uh, the bird, the bird uh, revelation. Bird revelation, yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's basically like, yo, you know, Ben Affleck tried to come and... You know, be on his side. He's like, shut up, bitch. You grabbed the city at night, too. He's like, I'm out. Like, I'm out. <laughs> I tried to help. He's like, yo, we're too scared. So, like, eventually, like, once people stop giving a fuck, yep. it's going to swing back the other way mm -hmm. for a while, and then it's going to even out. The only people that can... You're 100% right, man. Yeah. And, and yeah, that's what The it is. only people that can comment on, on these issues right now... Uh, to give like a good example are like the people made of mud, right? Like, cause this, this, the whole Me Too shit is a mudslinging contest. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Right. So like, what they try to do is Ben Affleck came out in a nice suit mm -hmm. and he was like, you know, I did some fucked up things in my past. They started throwing mud on the suit and he was like, I can't get this suit fucked up. You know what I mean? <laughs> right. Yeah, 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 right? Yeah, yeah. But me, I'm coming out in a mud suit. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah. some of you bitches are crazy. Yeah. And they throw mud on me. And I'm like, oh shit, more suit. Yeah. You know? yeah. So yeah. it's not, it can't Nothing affect you. Yeah, that's, yeah. And, and on the flip of that, that's why you're not going to see like really wealthy, successful people run mm -hmm. for office is because they got on a nice suit. Yeah. I think Ben Shapiro said it about Oprah. He was like, he was Oprah like, she can't run, run because she's made out of porcelain. It's beautiful yeah. her suit, yeah. and you gonna throw mud on it. Yeah, yeah. You're gonna start, you know, you know. They're gonna find. We'll start finding out you all know, the shit about Oprah. We don't want to know. We yeah. don't want to know it either. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, and then once that happens, come on, because like, they found like, Bernie went to say, Russia like, in like the seventies. Yeah, it's, it's like, like oh, say what you want to say about Trump, like, but before. He became a politician and like he actually affected lives. Like y'all fucked with him. People really fucked with him. You know what I mean? Like he was a funny he was guy. A he was a hip hop mascot. He yeah. was like he was a euphemism for he's anything. A, he's a thirty year Democrat. Yeah. Yeah. He's a thirty year Democrat. Like Oprah used he used to go on Oprah's show and Oprah would say, "When are you going to do this yeah. for us? Yeah. Do like, this for us." Like he was. That's what he was. And but that's you know, why I, was, I, I don't think we'll ever see another real big celebrity nope. run for president. I don't, I don't know. I don't, that goofball, the 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 Starbucks dude. He thought he was slick. He's like. Uh, he goes, he goes, I'm going to run as a centrist because America needs something in the middle. And it's like, motherfucker, you sell coffee to both sides. Stop <laughs> acting like America needs something in the middle. You Everybody just don't want to stop selling coffee, coffee, right? Like, do, do you know, though, what, what you just said is true, and I agree with you, Kaz, is that it's going to level off. But you know when it wouldn't? Uh, it wouldn't level off if comedians like us 
don't do it. Yeah. Do you oh, understand? Yeah. So, that's, so that's if, if, if all of us start apologizing and if all of us go, hey, man, like in the green room, I was going to say that. I was yeah, going to yeah, say yeah. that, but you know what? You know, not today. If No, it's you have to go and do it. Yeah. And you have to say, like, um, and you could feel, I feel it at the cellar, man. Like, I was on stage at the cellar and I just said something where I felt women agreeing, where I just did, was talking about how feminism, I go, you know. Oh, women are you over feminism. You got you to gotta love America because it's where only a feminist could not work. There are feminists <laughs> that don't have jobs, yeah, right? Yeah. Yeah. And one woman was like, no, and then there were women in the front with their b husbands or boyfriend going, yeah. <laughs> like, there are women that literally don't work in this country. They don't work. Yeah. There is a dude who pays for their fucking Range Rover, yeah, yeah. puts them up in a mansion, yeah. here's your credit card, go shopping, yoga, whatever the fuck Speak it is. Speak on gonna... your wife, Verzi. <laughs> Speak on your wife. Yeah. No, I'm actually the other one in this one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm not taking advantage of that. But, but, but and then they act smoke like, fuck, show. they act like, they act, yeah. Yo, Verzi called his wife a smoke <laughs> show. During the speech. During, he gave a wedding. Shout to Giannis, he just got yeah, married yeah, this great week. Wedding. Great wedding. Amazing, great beautiful yeah. wedding in a fucking castle. And Verzi goes to give the speech, and he starts it by, "I just want to shout out my wife. She's sitting right there. Smoke show. He goes, he goes, what a smoke show. And then I go, don't the be fucking bride is right there. Doesn't mention the bride, bro. Verzi did like a 15 minute speech about him and Giannis's relationship. Honestly, I thought you were about to break them up. You literally, yo, Giannis and I are so close, and he was there for me when I really need him. Oh yeah, this broad's getting married to him. Good luck. You got a good one." By the way, it's a fucking smoke show. <laughs> you know, the best though was when she got embarrassed because my wife is like Scandinavian. She's real fair. Yeah, she started yeah. blushing. I go, don't be embarrassed. They know. They know. They know. They know. Ah, they know. Like don't be embarrassed. They know. Talk that shit. They know. Let's go. Let's go. I love it. Somebody says, somebody goes, dude, Andrew show. Schultz. Somebody goes, when you finish the speech, Andrew Schultz stood up. Bravo. <laughs> Bravo. Because <laughs> this is, we were saying this right hard, before we man. started. Like, it's hard to do a speech when you know that. There's like 15, 20 comics. I'm not gonna right lie to you. And good comics. No, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. I'm not, not gonna lie to you. And this is this is hundred percent real. Yeah. I, you know, he said, Do you want to be a groomsman? I said, Of course. Mm. You know, I thought his older brother was the best man. He's got another brother uh, that was gonna be there. And then all of a sudden he hits me like a week and a half before. Mm. And he goes, Hey, would you wanna say a few words? We think you're the right guy to do it. And when I tell you, I was like, I can't say no. So I said, Yeah. I'm not kidding, and this is not an exaggeration. Yeah. I opened for Bill Burr at Madison Square Garden twice. The second time was in the round for an 18,000. And it was on my mind, like, I got what am I going to open with? This is, and every, New, this is New York. So not only agents and industry, yeah. but like, this is my home. This, yeah. There's going to be somebody that I went to, there's going to be somebody I went to elementary school with there. There's going to be somebody I went to high school with Waiting there. for you to bomb. And I'm in the Waiting middle, for and like, what is he going to yeah, do? Yeah, yeah. And, and it was like five days after my special came out, so I'm like, should I do any of that material? It was crazy. When I tell you, like, the last three days leading up to Giannis's wedding, the pressure was like I would lay in bed going like I should I, I should have told him no like why am I, you know but then all of a sudden then they start saying me all these comics that are coming yeah. comics that I respect like he's not kidding this was like there were like 25 New York City monsters in yep. it uh -huh. and I'm going and Giannis goes oh, yeah, I want him to close the speeches yeah. So like there's going to be four oh, speeches man. and then we want Paul to close it. And I'm sitting there and I'm just going, all right, just talk from your heart. I was, you know, and, and, I, and then I had it and then I went up and did it and he cried and was like, that, that was amazing. So, but it was, I couldn't relax at the wedding until I know I, I had the, Could you imagine thinking of that the whole day? Bro, I'm in the, you know, my buddy, my buddy, um, Bobby at his wedding, this motherfucker tried to set me up. Mm -hmm. I knew he wanted me to give a speech, but he was like. <laughs> 
He didn't. He didn't tell me. Oh. He wanted to be like impromptu. Oh. So yeah, go show. Go say a few words. Oh, but I like had a little something in the canister. I was just you, you, you know ready yeah, to yeah, go because yeah. so I knew he was gonna like try to set me. Like Fuck yeah! Because like, you gotta rep your set. It's like yeah, yeah, you know yeah. what I mean. It's like imagine playing pickup and you're trash. But like imagine you're an NBA player and mm-hmm. like someone asks you to play pickup. Somebody rolls a ball to you. He's like, oh come on, play a little bit. He's Plus, like, if I bomb at New York Comedy Club or the cellar, that goes away in a day. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. it's like oh yeah, he was trying new shit. If I bomb at my one of my best friends, you ruin the wedding. Like. Two hundred and fifty person wedding. Bro, at a you castle. ruined the wedding, bro. At, at a castle. Yes, at a castle. I mean, I'm at a castle. Bro, like, you know what I mean? Legit castle like, in Long Island, bro. Like, oh no, it's a le- like Derek Jeter was gonna get married there. One of the Jonas brothers, Brian. McN- this is no like way. a. This is a major place. I think there was over two hundred people there. You bomb there, it's Big remembered. Time. Big time. It's remembered. Bro. It's documented. Mm-hmm. You know, so it's like. Big time, bro. It was yeah, so. I, I that was fun. Of that. It was good. It was man. fun, man. It, it was, was fun. And Giannis was so composed at the wedding. The whole the whole time he had like this great posture he had this great chill vibe and I walked up to him and I was like how you feeling man like you just seem great you seem great about this and he goes he goes yeah man I'm just numb yeah <laughs> so, so, like I'm like like you're like awestruck by it he's like no I just don't think I feel anymore so I think I'm ready to get married <laughs> Yeah, he goes. He goes. I don't feel anymore. He goes. Oh, that's what I was gonna say, Versus. Bro, we needed you to mop up the fucking brides. What is it? The brides. Best lady Is it the, the matron of, Yeah I don't know what the fuck They're called yeah. But those speeches suck <laughs> Dude Dude They fucking suck uh, Whenever women Give the speech The, the wife's Best friend What is it yes, Best it's, it's, it's lady so It would be the bride's Either best friend Or sometimes sister Fuck But these were friends No sister Yeah but they started With that stupid line What they like, say We're friends but It's like we're family Oh uh, yeah, Do they say that Bro That means they All the comics Are just like <laughs> Holding in booze like, oh, We're just like yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That was like me I was at my friend's wedding And I and he asked me to speak And I quickly did a Google search Of what to say at a wedding oh, And you, that was you one you of the lines <laughs> <laughs> this is the go-to though this, for for being the best man's speech. Yeah. The formula is big up the girl mm-hmm. like crazy. Yeah, up the which you did not do at all. You could give a <laughs> at fuck. the end a little yeah. bit. I don't even think you knew her name. I think you called her Leslie or some shit. You're like whatever your name is, bro. You did a good job. Uh, but but it's like big up the girl okay. and then trash your boy. <laughs> right. That's usually the yeah, go-to. And then yeah. button it up with, hey, listen, but what he, a beautiful you know, thing. Well, he needed her to, yes, yeah, yeah. And then yes, they button yes. it up. So now they found each other. She's the fucking savior, yeah. right? Oh, yeah. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. That makes sense. That makes sense. That's right. I got to learn that shit, man. But I've, been, you, I've been to a lot of weddings, a lot of, a lot of baby showers, though. <laughs> was, that a, was that a race joke right That's there? Not, yes, it's it's not a fucking joke. I'm like, yo, how many weddings do we really get to go to, bro? I'm just yo, like, yo, that's hilarious. I mean, y'all got set plans and shit. I'm like. I'm like, I wish I could relate, bro. Oh, Versus so Italian has been to 30 weddings by nine years old. Dead ass, yeah, between bro. Italian and Greek, I'm Italian and Greek. Oh, it's, it's, a wedding. Wrap. it's a wrap. God damn. Like wedding scene. I'm like, damn, that really sounds nice. Oh, <laughs> I wish shit. I could experience that. That's hilarious. God damn. Oh, I wish my friends get married. <laughs> Fuck, that was sad. 
But Giannis was Giannis was super super nervous two days before to the point where I saw it. But I got to tell you on game day, yeah, I said because you know I, I, I like to bet a little bit, right? Yeah, yeah, I like yeah, to, yeah. I like to throw a little action on a game that I feel good about, yeah, right? Yeah. Looking at his face, if he was the quarterback going into the Super Bowl, I'm betting. <laughs> like, cause, I, cause I, first of all, I did. I said um, for the for this Super Bowl, not only I bet the Patriots and the mm. under, okay. I, and I took the Patriots straight up. Mm. But I saw Jared Goff's. I'm very big on reading people. Like it, I saw Jared Goff's face, and I go, "This that's not a man. That's, that's not ready. That's They're not a man. Ready. That's not that's not a man's look. That's going to win a Super Bowl. Right. And and on top of yeah, of course, I mean, obviously, other things went into it. Belichick, of course, Brady, and all that. But you but could he just feel like it. they're not. Nah, he, he didn't have it. And they kept saying like, "Is this a, nah?" That's How about Nick Foles? That, that kid, man, like that. It's, it, but he's got that. Nick Foles has got that, like almost Eli thing, where he it's got, like yo. not a great regular season, yep. but then when it counts, no mistakes. Like mm-hmm. I'll take Eli. I mean, I'm a, I'm an Eli guy, so I've right. gotten into arguments with people about Eli Manning because yeah. Eli Manning is a stone cold assassin. His fourth quarter comeback, he's yeah. got about the same amount of fourth quarter comebacks as Joe Montana. Right. You look at that kid's on the on road playoff, yeah, uh, and and his completion percentage to to interceptions and, yeah. and touchdowns, to interceptions on the road, yeah. in a big hostile environment and in, in, in bad weather. He, Eli is better than his brother. I mean, right. his brother, well, a lot of people will say he only gets to those situations because like defenses have carried him there, and like they put him in the situations. Like, okay, all you got to do is have one great moment. Can you do that? Yes. You know what I'm saying? Well, listen, if a defense puts you there, that's great. But then if you go 21 or 29, or if you go 20 or 29 with one pick and you know three or four touchdowns and the big, you know, so I'm. But I look, Eli Manning didn't make a mistake. Peyton Manning threw a pick six to lose a Super Bowl. Mm, Let's true. not forget that. He threw a pick six to lose a Super Bowl. Eli Manning, that Manningham pass. Mm-hmm. And I'll tell you another thing. That helmet catch, everybody, watch it in slow motion. Watch it again. He, not only does he— broke like three tackles. <laughs> not only did he break three sacks, the guy's holding his jersey. He looks down, sees his guy clearly taller than Harrison. Yeah, the other defender's broke in, but he's like, I'm putting it up for my guy to get. That's all you could do in that situation. Right. Another thing in that game that people forget is <laughs> yeah, yeah. there was a third and 11 to Steve Have Smith. Have you had this combo? Before? <laughs> oh no! Sorry. No, no. Because oh, you are fucking ready for this. <laughs> this is what it's no, like Eli, being an Eli fan, right? It's like <laughs> you know you're gonna get you the onslaught. Well, I know. Look, I'm doing the go. math. I'm doing the math, and you there's just Hurricane Katrina. This shit. No, I'm doing the math, and there's Fourier's. So I know that it's probably three. There's no, probably two or three guys with the, the, the inches on the sticks and shit. He's remembering plays leading. Yo, he had Puma cleats on. People forget. Yo, people. Forget that if you look at the percentage with the Pumas compared to the Adidas, <laughs> it's a better win. <laughs> yeah, but you're right. No, but I don't think that's the level fervor you need to defend Eli, though. Yeah, that's how terrible he is any other time. I get right? upset when a guy brings two parades. Like people forget, yeah. man. He brought two parades, yeah. two Lombardi trophies, and he's looked at as a fuck as a. Like it's a it's schmuck. actually it's yeah. actually one of the most underrated. Yeah, it's one of the most underrated New York athletes, man. And and you know, but this city did it to Patrick Ewing. Yeah, this city did it and to Patrick. Patrick, Patrick no had to leave. Bro. Patrick had to leave. But I know, but he carried it on the back. You're right though. Right. But he carried it on the back and all of those epic, uh, epic series against the Pacers and the, and the Bulls. Mm. And Patrick, like this, the crowd. He even is said in his uh, yeah. retirement thing. He goes, "I didn't appreciate you. You didn't appreciate yeah. me until." Till after, yeah. But I mean, if you Eli- think about New York, I didn't New York athletes; it. they don't really appreciate anybody but like Yankees, really. 
You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I feel like Jeter's like in my generation, like Jeter's the only like unslanderable New York. That's athlete. actually a great yeah, but he point brought, he brought rings though, Maddie dude. Manly to a certain Manly's degree. beloved though. Yeah, he is. He absolutely is. But Jeter, like you I can think hear, you can hear a few knocks on Mattingly. You never hear anybody say rings, bro. You can't say shit rings. about Jeter. In oh, New York. Jeter is like Jeter. Rings. Probably out of all the New York guys, I mean, he walks on water here more than oh, absolutely. anybody. Absolutely, because he did everything. But he did everything right. He did everything right. You never. Knew, he had no ego. He had nothing. He never. He was the perfect athlete, any, bro. Like he's yes. like, if you look at Russell Wilson, yes. I put him in New York. Yes, but but not corny. But like, not corny. Because that's you the thing about like, Jeter, right? Jeter it's had like the bitches too. Say one like, thing about Jeter. Was, uh-huh. Like you could say Eli's corny, right? It don't matter what culture you're coming from at Derek Jeter, yeah. right? Like, say you're a bunch of cool dudes who value getting bitches. You ain't got more bitches than Derek Jeter. Yo, Derek Jeter right? is like the male Beyonce, bro. Facts. Like, you can't say say, say you're about, say you're yeah, a guy yeah. who just cares about the game and playing out the game, yeah. right? You got the image of Jeter jumping into the stands, busting up his face, yeah, right? Yeah. Say That's you're a guy awesome. who just cares about Ws, right? You got the rings. There's literally That's nothing you could. The right. only knock is that his. Sperm might not work, right? Like, <laughs> does he have kids? No, he just had a second. He just had a second. He just had a second yeah. with that model. Yeah, Latinos are in. We're supportive. <laughs> Everything's good to go. So, like, literally, you can't knock him at all. There's yeah. nothing you can say. Yeah. No. He didn't even ask for crazy bread. He asked for crazy bread the last year. Mm. What was it like? He signed that two-year, twenty million or something. They were like, oh, oh that's a little to too much. Yankee. But they yeah. make the money back on the goodbye uh-huh. tour. That's actually a great point. Like dudes who are like, oh, that pretty boy that women just want to fuck. And he's like, yeah. no, wait a minute. He's clutch. He's like, yeah, there, there's nothing that you guy. You cannot say anything yeah. against him. Nah. The yeah, dude was giving is. gift bags. Like the gift bag is one of the all time. That's crazy. He's a biracial it's angel, one of the, it's, He's a biracial <laughs> angel, bro. He's a biracial angel. <laughs> oh Never my God, movie? that better be no. the name oh of his my, book. Oh my. That biracial angel. There's your next article for Complex. The biracial angel. The biracial angel. See how we're cooking up content? Oh my god! We do this in our sleep, bro. Who that's could knock Jeter? Like no, you can't. But that's the thing. Like, we knock every New York athlete, though. No matter what, like we give Eli undeserved shit, and he brought two Super Bowls here, right? And like, if that was Jeter, man, like, and I, and I don't even think it's because like he can't play or well, he, like, name he another make these name clutches. another athlete that brought two Super Bowls or two NBA titles or two anything or more major, or yeah. more two <laughs> titles in their in their respective that sports that's a pro, that, that, that gets <laughs> two parades two trophies that gets more shit it's yeah. never happened I've never seen it happen mm. I have never seen somebody give such joy to to a city and a team it's cause New Yorkers value cool right like that's the fa- that's yeah. what I said we love Anthony Mason he yeah. did jack shit but get soul, yeah. things uh, shaved into his, the back of his head that's right but if you ask New York is like, yo, remember Mace? They say this, like, he would bring the ball up and he was 6'9. Yeah. Don't go into the paint. Gives against a fuck. It. Right. Right. Gives a fuck. He brought the ball up. He's a professional <laughs> basketball player. Dribbled a goddamn ball against no defense. You're not getting locked up all the oh up and down God. by a power it forward. It wasn't that. It wasn't that. Fucking he hilarious. brought the ball up. He's a it professional. He was the boy was forward. Fucking, of course you should bring the fucking ball up. Can you believe he managed to bounce the ball between his hand and the ground 30 feet? Oh, leave Mace alone, bro. Mace passed away, bro. God bless the dead. We ain't R.I.P., I'm just saying. R.I.P. Anthony Mason, but I... (laughs) 
<laughs> Rest his soul. But you can't talk crazy with Anthony Mason, though. That's what say because he's cool. We value he's cool. cool. Yeah, we yeah, always yeah. value cool more than winning. Like I think we no. fuck with Joe Namath more than we fuck with Eli Manning. Cool, because yeah. Joe Namath was cool. Yeah. Like, and, and and like we we like the big dick shit. Like he was like, yo, we got this. We're gonna win. And then yeah. he did it. Like if you call it out, oh yeah, and then do it in that's New York sport. because yeah. that's who we are. Like if you ask any Knicks fan at the beginning of the season who's gonna win, they're gonna be like, ah, oh, Knicks. Guaranteed. Like, uh, th- th- so it's uh, like. This our year, bro. When it, this our year. When it happens, we value that yeah. that arrogance. Yeah. That when New York Knicks win arrogance. a title in this city, I'm telling you, so, that's going to be. Mad Max. It's so going to. It's over. So, like, and, it's I'll over t- and I'll be the first one crying. I'll be. That I mean, ass. I'm, die, I'm a diehard, that man. Ass. It's yeah. over. You'll be both. You'll be both. No, no. The, the, day, the day that that. I, I, I shudder at the thoughts. Clock goes zero. <laughs> when it goes zero no. and New York won, it's going to be. I'm going to jail happily. I'm like, yeah, I was jailed that one time, but it was when the Knicks won the title. So I was like, This is a basketball too much. It's a basketball, this is a basketball city. town, and and you know people. I, rem- I remember Son, even in '99, halal carts are gonna be flipped <laughs> in the middle of a fucking oh street, bro. Dude, I remember it was a <laughs> New Year's, and I was around. Son, I was around Times Square, not even close to Times Square, and it was just New Year's. It wasn't like 2000. Yeah. It was like 2000. Right. Eight. Nothing right. important, right? Right. And the clock is going down and it goes down and these guys jump on top of a fucking like newsstand and they just start bashing all the windows <laughs> in the newsstand for 2008. Why? It's not even an important year, bro. There's no equal, n- n- whatever that shit is, solstice or nothing like the, the, the Aztecs ain't do nothing. Nothing happened in 2008 and they broke it. When the Knicks win, bro, oh my God. put the so fucking good. hot dog stands away. Oh my yeah. God, Don't be on the street. Yo, vendors should leave. Bye. Go home. Bye. Yeah. yeah. Nah, bro. We're going to be worse than Philly, though. Way worse. Way Fair. worse than Philly. Sunday. First of all, we don't got horses. They ate horseshit. That's what no, we no, do. We're not going to eat horseshit. I'm still in the horse. We do have the horses in Wait, Central Park. Is... Oh, you didn't hear see that? No, they ate. I, the I saw them climbing just up a pole. eating horseshit right off the ground. I didn't remember seeing it. Taking bites of horseshit. Oh, my God. And they wonder why we judge them. It's like you're eating horses shit. That's a different type of fan. It's a different type of We're not going to be. We're just going to break things. We like destruction. In New York. Okay. So we will destroy yeah. things for yeah. no good reason. And shoot shit. We got to get people targets, though. <laughs> you like, I'm not like, yo, shots. Fucking oh. Brooklyn. The Forget amount it. of fucking... Yo. Oh, yeah. We're going to see a lot of converted Knicks fans again. Like all these Nets fans. Oh, that, yeah. Yeah. I don't like that. I had friends that were Knicks fans. They're like, no, nah, I think I'm going to go to Brooklyn. It's like, what? Just, well, we're never going to win. Yeah, they're they're win. the gentrified New York team. Like, that's exactly what gentrification <laughs> is. It's like, New Jersey got too expensive. Oh, let's move to Brooklyn and raise the prices up in Brooklyn. You know what I'm saying? And they raised the value up of a franchise. Do you realize the future? The it's terrible. Do you realize the future of the New York Knicks right now, as we speak, is in the best shape it's been in 20-some years? Don't, got, don't start me. It's a disease. It's a disease. It's a disease. In here. No, but here's why. First of all, everybody go on YouTube and look at how Paul is dressed, right? Because if you've ever seen one of the undercover cops that's by the turnstiles waiting for you to jump, that's hilarious. That is your look. It's the turnstile undercover. So everything that you say next is going to be filtered through this. Okay. I know where you are because I've been there. I've bled it too, mm. and I've removed myself from it. But I know, I know yeah. this is different. No, 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 this no is, it's this is not. Different, yo. This is Di- different. When is Dude. the last time we had? When is the last time we had? Not Verzi only- is so New York. I can't even explain. Like this, is how New York Verzi is. It's like he's not the guys playing softball in in Central Park. He's the umpire, right? Like that's how fucking raw New York. He's like, I can't play the game anymore, but I need to be around it. I need to be around. If I call it a ball, it's a fucking ball. Don't argue with me. I'm 
been playing this game for 30 fucking years. I know a ball when I see one. Oh, shit. No, I'd be one of those that think I could still hit and then just my back will go out and I'll like limp around. No, I just, I, oh I'm, I'm looking at more of the, I'm looking at more of the future first round picks and the 75 million. 75 million cap space is great to bring, but they gave us two first round picks and, and we have the worst record now, which means we're, so we, we have three big guys coming on the draft and if Kevin Durant's got a backbone, Mm-hmm. If Kevin Durant's got balls, mm-hmm. if Kevin Durant wants to put talk a team shit. Talk your shit. Talk, talk your shit, Verzi. Talk your shit, Verzi. Kevin Durant's got an opportunity now, and it's all on the table for him. We're yeah. going to give mm-hmm. him Madison Square Garden. That's it. You're going to give him the Garden. You're going to give him New York. And you could say to him, hey, Kevin, guess what? You pick who you want to play with. Mm-hmm. That's right. Mm-hmm. We'll give we'll give that. We'll give your friend a max. Yep. You get the max. This motherfucker. Because <laughs> he knows the plan, B. He knows the plan. I mean, he the, knows the, the disease. The, the GM. It's a disease, guys. The GM guys. did his job. I'm yep. telling you, bro. That's the, all you had to do. The GM did his job. No, no, no. So if KD doesn't come and, you know, uh, and shit falls apart, then you're he's, right. He's but, not coming. <laughs> Even if he doesn't. The Knicks will find a way to fuck thing. it up. Franks and Bean's thing. ownership. Even, yeah. if, even if KD doesn't come. They're in the best shape that they've been in such a long time. What I'm afraid of is Zion Williamson, because I heard somebody say this. I don't know if it was Mike Frances or somebody said something, yep. and it scared mm. me. They said, I don't know if Zion Williams, as, I mean, listen, he's got a 47-inch vert. We all know what he could do. Yeah, he yeah, could yeah. pass. He could shoot. He's he's actually got finesse for, yeah. for that. He's like like Gronkowski body. Yeah, who, yeah. But will it translate against guys? Because he is playing in, in college. He's won't translate as well. Will I it, think yeah, it'll translate. It won't translate as I mean, well. It will translate, right. but it won't translate as well, and he'll have to develop some sort of jump shot. He has a decent jump shot. It's decent. That's the thing. His jump shot is better than Ben Simmons. His jump oh, shot sure. is better than Rondo. His jump shot is better than guys that play in the league, yeah. right? Right. All he needs the thing is, is ben- something respectable. If he has something respectable, I think what it will ha- what will happen is, and he has shooters around him, they won't be able to just kind of converge on him every time he goes to the basket. Right. But you're not going to be able to just sit in the post against NBA guys. Yeah. It's different. Right, but you say, you say like NBA guys, right? Al Horford One, is stuffing all your shit. First off. Al Horford is a good, nice player. They can play D it on these guys. Day, yeah, he's never been as athletic as if Zion. Zion not as athletic, but he can play D against these but, guys. For, but he's going to eat what? Zion's dick what? when he's dunking on his head. <laughs> oh, listen, I hope we get Zion. Listen. Every time I watch the Knicks and I see another white guy, I'm like, oh, we're really tanking. Yes. Like, we've oh, signed no. 14 white guys in the last no, week. I watched Kevin wrong. Knox. I took my son. I took my little boy Lucas to the game. I watched yeah. Kevin Knox drop 20 in the first half yeah. and get taken out. Immediately. Yes. Like, fuck you do And I'm going. And I'm going. This kid's dropping. Th- I'm, I'm, Get I'm taken gonna, out for Henry Ellison. This kid's dropping over thirty tonight if he's playing the game. Dude. And they just no, they're tanking. They Yo, know, I fucking listen. love Fizdale, bro. Dude, I yeah, love Fizdale. First game back of Henry the Ellison, break. Luke first Cornett. Game, first game back of the All Star break. Right? Big tank. I mean, this is one of the most Dennis Smith tanks. pulls up from like oh, right inside the fucking oh, yeah, free throw line. Yeah, yeah. Punches it on somebody, yeah, yeah, right? Yeah. Well, he missed it, but it was close. No, no, yeah, yeah. no, no. He this is the one he got. The one he got. Okay, yeah, yeah. Fizdale didn't play in the whole second half. Yeah. <laughs> what are you said, doing? He said, yeah, get in there. Said, yeah, get, what are you doing? <laughs> fucking yeah. on my tank? Go turn up the ball. Here, Go turn up the ball. We need it. Zion. I love let's, it, yo. Let's get real for yes, a second. Yes, let's get real. Yeah. Why wouldn't Kevin Durant come here unless, if he feels like the legacy's tainted, yeah. which I think it is going to 73-9, and nine, mm. I mean, again, and you were winning that series 3-1, to yeah. one, right? People know. He'll he leave. He'll leave the Warriors. I don't think he'll come to the Knicks because so, I think— So you think he goes to a super team? No. Not necessarily a super team. I just don't think he'll come to the Knicks— Purely because I think the Knicks ownership and uh, president GM, top to bottom, are retarded. 
I truly believe they're retarded people. The new so, guys. You don't like Perry and Mills. From Perry down to Fisdale. Retarded. I don't think they're retarded at all. They've got us into a position to even get Kevin Durant. I think Dolan is the one. Dolan's that would, the one you really got to watch out come for. Here, Dolan to Fisdale. I mean, Fisdale, all they had to do was go kiss the ring for Przingis. They didn't do it. But right? I, I'm good Franks on, and Beans. I'm That's a Franks and Beans bro. thing to do right I'm there. I'm good on Why does he need to get the ring kissed? He hasn't won shit. He had a... What is he? What has he done? Because he's our he's our best prospect. Yeah, and he's coming off a bum fucking like, was Achilles ankle no, ACL. Name, like, you're making a point about Knicks fans that we were just saying before. It's what have you done for me lately? Yeah, right? it's like we could have appreciated. You're telling me to go kiss the player. ring and you haven't done you shit, and I don't even know if you're going to be you half kiss, as good as you want to. You kiss the and ring, and I got to pay you this year. You kiss the ring, dog. If you're still on the contract. Oh, that's Absolutely. the other thing. They didn't, even, they didn't even bother uh, offering him the max Because his legs fucked before. up. Why am I going to give you the max no, if they, I don't know? We did, yeah. they, we signed Joe Kim Noah thinking he's going to be the same Joe Kim Noah when he right. came back. You overpaid him and you're still paying for that motherfucker. So what if we yeah. get the first pick and what if Zion comes here and then all of a sudden Kyrie or Kemba Walker want to come here? Please, now, no Kyrie. Uh, well, all right, so let's say Kyrie. You, like, you hate no, Kyrie. I love, I love me some Kyrie. Yeah, I'm, I'm bring, a Kyrie guy, but do, do you Kyrie. like Kemba Walker? I would actually prefer Kemba to Kyrie. And Kemba's actually had Kemba's and they're career both in the local. garden. I'm, Kemba's I'm, career in the garden from college to and national. Kemba's Walker is a Kemba or Kyrie. You're not getting me. I'm not upset about either one. Here's of my thing about here's my thing Katie about Kemba. And Zion is where now I'm, we're talking. Oof. I want Katie and Zion. Here's the look. thing with with Kemba and Kyrie. Here's the thing we could talk about is the difference between Kemba and Kyrie is purely ego, right? Kyrie. And I was talking, we, we had a mean on the on the Patreon episode, Amin mm-hmm. Al-Hassan from ESPN, you know what I mean? From He's the on the Libertar yes. show a lot. Yep, and everything. Yep, yep. So, and um, he said this, he goes, you got to understand Kyrie's ego. When I'm talking about Kyrie's ego, I'm specifically saying why he feels he's the number one guy and should be the number one guy on the team, despite every metric showing that when he is number one, the team loses, right? Despite every statistical yeah. bit of evidence to prove that he is not qualified to be number one, he still believes it. And then he goes, you got to understand the delusional thinking that it that is required to be an NBA athlete carries through. That doesn't go away. The delusional thinking of, you know what? I'm going to be so good at basketball that people are going to pay me hundreds of million dollars and mm. continue to do that. Yeah. That just doesn't stop once you're in the league. Right. So That's he still has it. Thinks. Every athlete had to think that. I think that Kemba thinks it less. I think Kemba is one of those guys who's like, I can take anybody off the dribble. I can give anybody in the league buckets. That being said, if I got... So KD it's strictly on the a personality team. thing with it's Kyrie. Stri- it's strictly personality, but not, not ability. If Kyrie goes, if Kyrie does come to the Knicks with Kevin Durant, yeah. he'll I don't think he has that same ego about like, oh my gosh, I I I'm the best guy here. Why am I not getting the last shots? Why am I not getting the last plays drawn right. for me? Why I should go into Jason Tatum? Why I should go into Terry Rosier Rosier or whatever? Yep. You come and bring Kevin Durant on your team, you've established Kevin Durant is the fucking man. Yes. And I think he's learned his lesson from the LeBron James experience. I'm like, okay, yeah. I need to learn LeBron James is the fucking man, and then eventually I'm going to get there. He's learning it now. Like, fuck, I don't think he's I'm really ready to it, lead though. yet. He's not learning it. He's like, shit. leading is fucking— this, not, not, this I'm not ready to lead yet, but leading is baby. fucking hard. He, he, you, come with, you come to a team with Kevin Durant— you, you're he's that much of a basketball mind to know that you need Kevin Durant to be the fucking man. So you and you're think okay being one B or a two? You think Kevin Durant is good enough where Kyrie will accept the beta role? Absolutely. Yeah. See, Absolutely. I don't think so. But and I think, is, and I think that that's, is the argument. And I think that's the driving right? reason. That is the yeah. argument. If, for example, if that's the case, then you guys are right, and I hundred percent am on your side. I just don't. I believe if you think that LeBron 
isn't better than you and you deserve your own team outside of LeBron, mm. you're not going to think differently with KD. The same, the, same, the same mode of thinking that you have with, yeah. with, with Kyrie being like, okay, I got to think this irrational to think someone can pay me to play basketball. Right. I think after a while, most athletes will tell you they have the same mode of thinking when it comes to being the best player on the team. Right. After a while, that doesn't fucking matter to them. They just want to fucking win. How am I going to win? I don't think... Kevin Durant is better than anybody on the Celtics right now. And if I'm Kyrie Irving, I'm thinking, you give me Kevin Durant and 10 other guys, yeah. we're better than... More than half. Kyrie's getting frustrated this so, year. So here's yeah. check this out. Did you guys watch the game uh, last night? I watched it yesterday. Okay, yeah, so yeah. the interesting game yesterday. Which right? one? Uh, Celtics are playing the Rockets. Rockets. I watched parts of it, yes. Right? The Rockets are... Smoking the Celtics, they're up. I think twenty four. They've been smoking everybody. They've been smoking everybody. We, I, oh, I owe them an apology from earlier. I'm this not apologizing. <laughs> so, <laughs> so they're smoking. Maybe even even more. But at one point, it was like twenty four. Yeah, they yeah. pull Kyrie. Yeah. Right. They make a comeback. They get within I think six points. So they're do. They have an eighteen point comeback. Right. Six points. There's like two minutes left in the game. They throw Kyrie back in, which I'm not upset about because when there's two minutes left and you just need a bucket getter. Kyrie's your guy. Mm -hmm. Then we can slow yeah. it down into ISO. Uh, James Harden hits a step back three in Kyrie's mouth. Next possession, James Harden hits a step back three in Kyrie's mouth. I saw that, yeah. Game over. Now, to me, a couple things happen. Number one, the team has given up on Kyrie. Oh, the yeah. second he's out the game, they are playing Brad Stevens basketball, whether you like it or not. I'm not mm -hmm. a big Brad Stevens guy. I think he's overrated. But he's got the guys playing together. They were hustling their ass off, and they chipped 18 away without Kyrie. Second Kyrie enters that game, they end up losing it. I don't think Kyrie even realizes that. That's a problem for me. No, I, I definitely see that. But I also think that that championship Cleveland won, okay, that was, I mean, the day that LeBron, the game LeBron had 45, Kyrie had 45. Yep. Kyrie hit that seven. Kyrie, Kyrie hit the game, game winner. Kyrie Irvin hit the, he hit the game winner in seven, but his game five was one of the most, yeah. Kyrie Irvin is a stone cold killer. killer and him and LeBron, but I, I hear what you're saying, and I think that he wants that. I don't think that Boston's going to want to keep him. He's a New Jersey kid. Yep. I think he wants to come here. And I think if, and him and Durant are good friends. Um, so I think if things fall into place, right? I know it's a, but listen, even if things don't fall into place, Nick's going to get top three. They're going to get, right? they're, they're going to get the kid from, there was like the, the Joe Morant. Yeah, John ja Morant. John Morant. Ja Morant, Morant or R.J. Barrett. Or R.J. Barrett. Or R.J. Barrett could play a two. Yeah, some right? people if think R.J. Barrett's better than Zion. Some people think. I'm not one of them. R.J. Barrett's insanely. He's uh, just know. as good. Yeah. 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 And we're going to probably keep Dennis Smith Jr., right? Probably. So yeah, well, you got him for another year or two. Yeah. 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 So, so probably let Moody go. Regardless. Yeah. yeah. Dennis Smith is an asset. So just, just yeah. here. So let's just, let's just fucking hypothetically for yeah. fun. All right. Okay. Let's do it. You know, we're not flagrant too, right? But we're having fun here. Let's say you got Dennis Smith bringing it up. Yeah. Right. And then you got. KD, Kyrie, okay, and then who would it be? Either Zion or Barrett? Zion or Barrett, yeah. That five. And that you got five. DeAndre Jordan and Mitch Robinson. So the, the who's only a teams so the only teams fucking with that five. If KD does You have if, Smith come off the bench. You have Smith be your six man. And you have Kyrie bring it up, and then your two is Oh, so that's right. So you have right. Kevin Knox or Alonzo Trier, yeah, one of yeah. those guys. So you think so, Kevin Knox will stay on the bench or, or be no, no, I, I think, think you Knox start, starts. I yeah. think you start Knox. Okay, yeah. so, okay. So Kyrie and then and then Dennis Smith Jr. is the second. 
Right. Dennis Smith's is the microwave. It's like, go in there, you have 20 minutes a game. Yeah. It's Jamal Crawford. So get think buckets. About, so and think about feel that like that. Yeah. So think about that bench and those starters. <laughs> if KD does decide to do that and you get Zion, who in the East? That, to me, that's Great a team. trip. To me, that's a trip to the Eastern Conference Finals. Oh, absolutely. Right? So. That's a trip to the Eastern Conference if Finals. If all goes on paper, yeah. it is. No, I'm saying paper, if, if, yeah, yeah. if the Knicks plan with the $75 million yep. and, the, and this pick fall into place, yep. that's your starting five that's probably going to Eastern Conference Finals because the teams that are going to be fucking what's to be the 76ers or the, right. or the, or the Celtics. My mm. one concern about or the, the team. Or no, is, and the Raptors. Mm, and the, Ra- the Bucks, Bucks are really Bucks, good. Bucks and Raptors. But my one concern about that squad of people right there is it's uh, a lot of mouths. Not a lot of spoons. I need a guy. I don't care if it's a, a one or a three. I don't. I don't even care if Zion becomes this. If Zion becomes some guy who can dish the ball, I just need somebody who can get everybody the buckets. Because Kyrie does not like to pass. Right. He don't. He don't like to do pick and roll. And I throw you alley oops. It's pick and roll, and I get to the cam. Yeah, I mean, Is there a chance? Is there a possibility? Mm-hmm. Kawhi Leonard comes to New York. No, mm-hmm. he's going to LA. Or he's staying in the. It's LA or it's Clippers, mm. which. If he goes to the Clippers, that's a squad. That is a just him fucking by squad, yeah, dude. Yeah, yeah. And first of all, I can another never think of the Clippers like that, dude. Right? It's yeah, crazy, but, but even right now, dude, Sweet Lou Williams, <laughs> did, dude. I Who's think he's the, the most La- underrated La- player La- in like Shemette? NBA history. Yeah. Shemet's the new guy that they yeah. just got from Philly, but Lou Williams. This career has been fucking unbelievable. Wherever he goes, it's 20 points a game. Hey, you want me to take me off? I, I want to come the off bench. the bench. 20 points a game. You want me to start? 20 points. I'm giving you 20. Yeah. He got two girlfriends and he's open about. So when I was in, open about two girls. Yeah. When I was in Toronto, I just career. saw him at the club. He's fucking smoking cigars at the club. He don't give a fuck. He's a legend. Buckets. He's a legend. He's yeah. not working out in a gym. Buckets. Yeah, it's, it's all he, he is. It's Dude. what he does. Yeah. It's, it's like... We need some sort of award for and them. I think I think <laughs> <laughs> guys like that need something. They need some sort of credit. Just like as yeah. as overall, just not just animal. on the court but off the court, dude. If he was like playing man, at the like YMCA, they had like a man of the year award. Yeah, it's just something <laughs> like that. It's like you're not the MVP. You're like my favorite. You know what I mean? Like somebody D Lemon used to say this about comics. He's like he's like who your favorite? I'm like who do you think's the best? He goes no no who's your favorite? Like That's we good. need a yeah. like in my FMFP yeah. my favorite my player. Favorite player. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're not the best but you're my favorite it's like because you had two girls that are your girlfriend suck your dick last night and then you dropped 40 off the bench off the bench you don't care like, no. i don't even want to start bro that's it bro go ahead i'll catch up later yeah you hear about a guy that's doing blow all night there's been stories of a guy's been out all night oh john guys bones doing jones. Blow, guys been, <laughs> and then all of a sudden he just goes out and pitches like a <laughs> john bones jones would have cocaine benders in vegas the night before fights yeah Allegedly. Come in, Allegedly. win. Now this is open proof. Win those fights, yeah. And, and these are championship fights, and he's washing motherfuckers. I'm like, why do you strip somebody for that? Give yeah. him another belt. Yeah, give him yeah. a fucking trophy. It's like a disadvantage. This guy's hungover. Yeah. Yeah. He's hungover. Shit. There's no reason why this guy should Dude, win the fight. Lawrence Taylor. Right? Yeah. Remember that happened? Like, remember he came into practice once? Yeah. You know, he came into practice with a game. He's like, Coach, I got eight hours last night. And the guy, and the coach's like, What? He goes, Yeah, I slept for eight hours. Right? And he's like, Oh, okay. And then he just went out and fucking demolished like four sacks. Just the guy would be oh, doing man. blow all night and just show up and be a freak. That needs to be an award show. He's the only guy. Here's how good, here's how good Lawrence Taylor okay. was. He's the guy, MVP. And M- both. <laughs> he's both. the only one that's both. That's it. Because yeah, he yeah. just was an animal. Sure. Alan Iverson, another MFB MVP. Mm. Alan Iverson is one of my favorite ever. Right? Like he's Pleasure. got that. They have Pleasure. that. There's something in it. We need MFP. It's almost better. Like for me, Jason Williams. Remember white Jason Williams? White that was an yeah. MFP. 
Luka, Luka Doncic almost had it for me this year until they they traded my boy away. Yo. <laughs> Once they took Porzingis, I'm like, I can't in good faith root for Luka Doncic no more. Oh, you were a big Porzingis guy? I was a big Porzingis guy. While we're talking about Luka, I think we need to acknowledge Trey, Trey got some Mamba mentality Listen, in him. That's another dude I owe a big Trey apology for. Trey got some Mamba in him, bro. Yo, because I, I loved him in college, so I was like, why am yeah. I so down on him now? I think he had like a, oh, he ended his college season pretty soft or whatever. Yeah. He was a little hurt, so I was like kind of off on him for a little bit. But like the first half of his college yo, season, he figured he it out. Like and he, yo, he figured out that, the league, that, boy. After the All Star break, it's like, that fucking switch went off in his mm-hmm. head. Yeah. Atlanta Hawks just gave him the fucking keys and yeah. like, yo, do what the fuck you want, bro. bro. So, what is up with his face? There's something up with his <laughs> face, right? His voice. Yeah, <laughs> I haven't listened to him speak, but there's something like, like all of his face is just it's in the, the middle. Thing, it's like him and Patrick Mahomes have the same Who's fucking this? voice. This Trey Young. Trey Young. Look Atlanta at his Hawks, face. Yeah. <laughs> said all of his face. All of his face middle. is in the middle. Like, <laughs> like, look how much more room for face he has. Like, but it's just see, all. See how y'all, dude. Face, you know what I mean? No, you know his face was a drawing. They would go like looks. lift the eyebrows, lift it all up. Like fix this. Go back to him. It's go a, back to this one right there. It, like look at it. Doesn't it look like that Snapchat filter, which like <laughs> makes you talk yeah, like this? That's so like, fun. It's like someone yeah. took all it his makes you look mad. What's the Snapchat filter where you go like this? His hair. What's up with his hair? It's like like it shouldn't have all the straggly like. You know, he's got to tighten it up. Yeah, he's something. good, though. He's good. We he look, he looks like oh, a, a beast, bro. He's yeah. a beast. He's going to be really good. I've, I've had to eat a lot of crow about Trey Young because I thought he was going to struggle a he lot. He looks like a full-grown preemie baby. Dude. <laughs> Dude. Yo. You know what he looks He looks like when like a Dominican chick goes lesbian. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like late in life lesbian. Like she's just been burned by so many dudes. She's like, fuck it, I'm gonna try pussy. Oh, right? She I'm lets her fucking now. mustache glow out a Yo, little bit. That's exactly <laughs> What's up, Floor? Uh, <laughs> look, look at this one. Look at this one right here. Go to this guy right here. Dude, oh what the God. fuck is yeah, happening Derek here, White. bro? His eyes, bro. Say what he looks, looks like, like a, a thumb. <laughs> Doesn't he look like a sock puppet? He looks like a shaved head. Like blink twice if you're in trouble. That's the fuck. <laughs> <laughs> like, Fam, this is so weird. Yeah, he's an odd looking guy, man. Yeah, that is odd. This is some strange looking motherfucker. Yeah, basketball. But nah, Trey Trey Young, he probably should have got player of the week this week. I think they gave it to Ben Simmons. Or Eastern Conference play of the week. Trey no. averaging like 40. No, that was stupid. And then he got kicked out of a game for the best reason possible, for getting too many buckets. <laughs> <laughs> do you know, too, do you know technically technically the basketball rules, what James Harden does when he steps back and jumps back is a travel? Of course it is. You can't, especially the big one that he hit where he, where he went like this and said, and one. Yeah, yeah. He, he like, he not only did he jump, he dragged his feet and that, that's a travel. So, I mean, it's, it's so this is the way he gets away with it. I was looking into it, right? Yeah. Real quick. Go through there. So, so what he does is it's actually brilliant. Excuse me. Um, as long as you don't hold the ball with both hands or like put your hand underneath the ball, right? Uh huh. You can take as many steps as you want. For example, like there's a guy like like Giannis that could probably take one dribble, a hard right. dribble, and get from half court maybe almost to the basket. <laughs> right? If he just dribbles hard and then does a few steps and yeah. then dribbles hard, right? There's no rule. So what he does is I think he bounces the ball and then he moves his feet as much as he wants once he sets. And then he takes it, yeah. So it gets an extra step and it's like it is a travel because we know that you're right. stopping your dribble, but you technically have the hand it's on top like of the his, ball. It's like a loophole. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's what it is is it's palm, you know the they call palming or yeah. carry? Yeah. It's carry with your hand on top. Right. 
Right, that if, makes sense. If you yeah. had your hand on the bottom, we'd be like, oh, that's you're carrying the you ball. You're not yeah, doing it. Yeah. But if you have your hand on top, it's like, oh, are you holding it? We don't know. Yeah, no, that's that's actually uh, an interesting way to look at it. He drives me nuts because he's disappeared three years in a row in the playoffs. Oh, yeah, and his game is just fucking soft. It's I mean, like, it, it, I don't care about your 50 points a game. He couldn't hit the rim. Cheat code, bro. He couldn't hit the rim. Oh, it's going to fall apart in the playoffs, without a doubt. But I'm just saying, like, his game, you ever played, like, Street Fighter against somebody? Yeah, yeah. And you know when they do, like, the same... The kick, low kick. The kick, yeah, the low kick. That's your game. You are the basketball equivalent of low yeah, kick. Yeah, yeah. It's like we're not even doing a fight here. No, yeah, but that's nobody's been able to stop it. That's, that's you can't crazy. stop in a street fighter either. Nah, sometimes when a person's like uh, doing that cheating shit, you can figure out. Oh, okay, I'll just stand over here and just and just block. wait it out. Yep. You gonna right. have to fight me. You have Fair to come enough. To me. Yeah. All I'm saying but is we're gonna no figure out a way to do it. His move. But you remember yeah. the playoffs last year when uh, at the end of that series when um, Chris Paul got hurt. Yes, he couldn't hit the rim. He yeah. wasn't even in the rim. He was he was air balls. Everyone's yeah. going, what's going on? And he did it his uh, his last year with OKC. Yeah, he, did, he disappeared. Yeah, and then he did he, three years in a row. James Harden has not shown. So everybody talking about James Harden. Yeah, everybody keeps talking about oh, 50, Oh, this kid is wet. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's great. What is he going to do in June or, yeah. or May and June because he doesn't play well in the playoffs? Yeah, yeah. And it's 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 actually and 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 guys like that are more dangerous because you know it's mental. Yes, right. A guy mm. like that is dangerous because you know. Listen, you know in this yeah. April this guy's gonna this guy's gonna light up the scoreboard every. Right. Right. See, all of a sudden, he's thinking. He's like, "Oh shit!" Like that's a guy that's going to throw so a I gotta pick. Put it up. That, yeah. You know what that is? That's an NFL quarterback who goes thirteen and three. Yeah, and then loses in the first <laughs> round because he throws a pick because he just thinks he could do something or makes a bad decision. So that's what he is. You think it's not? Uh, you think it's not an issue of endurance? You think it's an issue like? My, my my take on Harden was always: once you're playing against playoff defense, you've got to try harder. Yeah, and. Once you're playing playoff defense, you got to try harder. So at the end of those games, he starts to get exhausted. Whereas during the regular season, he wouldn't. I, I you think it's up here? I, you I think don't think it's, that's the case at all. I think that, I think that this guy's been playing for months. He's in great condition. Whether it's tight or not, this guy's hitting. This guy's hitting four feet behind the NBA three point line like it's nothing. Right. You mean to tell me when Chris Paul's out and they need you, you have to win that game? Yeah, was that yeah. game seven? Was that mm. game seven? Yeah, it was I don't game know. seven. Yeah, yeah, game seven. And Chris game Paul's seven. on the bench, and you need to show up. And they're like, I remember listening to my record call. number I left, of three pointers. I left, <laughs> right. I left the cellar that night. I'm going, you know, I have an hour upstate. I'm going. I'm listening to the car, and they're going. Even the the Rockets uh, broadcast was like he just can't hit the rim, yeah. and I'm going like, no, that's not. He knows Paul's on the bench. He knows it's on him. Mm-hmm. You have to you have Seize to be the that guy. Yeah. That you know, in that that's when they go Kobe Bryant picking up the slack, 54 <laughs> point in the playoffs. Because mm-hmm. yeah. Kobe Bryant is a stone cold fucking killer. The way Tom Brady's a killer. The way Derek Jeter's a, a killer. And then there are some people that just they just they don't got know, it. It's like a comic. It's like a comic in the spot. One of the best compliments Bill Burr ever gave me in my life, and this is real. He goes, yeah. "Man, you show up at the. I want to show. I want to be the guy to show up at the moment. Yeah, I want to be the guy that when I got to do a toast in front of every comic I respect, Facts. I, I show up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You yeah, know, yeah, and, yeah. And, and James Harden just seems like you know. You've seen it with comics. You've seen it with boxers. You've yeah. seen it with fighters. That it's like, oh, he's they're gonna it's they the put yips. on the show. It's the yips after a while. James Harden to me, it scares me. Yeah. James Harden to me scares me. James Harden kind of is like who was the uh, perfect example? Peyton Manning, best regular season of any. Body ever 13 and 3 every year, yeah. Now, 11 first round exits, he cares too much. 11 first round exits, <laughs> he cares too much, that. yeah. He cares, <laughs> and, and that's what and his that's used to have that thing about him, too. Like, yep. he would have amazing regular seasons, MVP like seasons, yep. And then he went up against that Warriors team that fucking punked him, little yep. like Steven Jackson, Baron Davis, yep. All those guys, and for a while, I was like, oh, he's like, like James Harden, like, yo, yep. you're gonna kill up until April and May, he cared too much, exactly. even Braun. 
But early Braun. Remember, but but we Braun, used to say that about him. People still say it with. Uh, people still say it. Well, I was I was with some scouts when I was in um, Charlotte, and mm. um, there are scouts in the NBA who are respected that. They do not believe that LeBron is an alpha, and they don't even put him in the Jordan discussion because of that. Oh, wow. They go, yeah, I know it's crazy to think, but they they look at the rings and they go, <laughs> which one of these did Braun win? I look at I, I look at LeBron James that way. I do. It, I, I, it I, I is an interesting like discussion, right? It's, it's like a good guy. Which he got the last did he one. win? He's a, the last. He's, the one in Cleveland the, yeah, is one, undoubtedly the, his. But what did y'all say? Kyrie, though. Yeah, I mean, y'all both said Kyrie yeah. hit the shot. Of course, now he hit the, the shot, other argument is LeBron, LeBron got the block, got the block and yeah. that was brought up as well. Mm. That was brought up as well. It's not saying it isn't, but there are certain guys that they pass given that last second shot opportunity, and there are certain guys that they want the bucket themselves. Now. LeBron might be such a smart player that he realizes the pass creates a more efficient shot. Mm -hmm. Kobe will take a less efficient shot, and Jordan will take a less efficient shot because he wants to be the guy who seals the game. And nine times out of ten, they make it. They end up making the, the, yeah, it. Yeah. Well, LeBron's, know, a LeBron's a good guy. LeBron's a good guy. All you need to do is make one game winner and then you're clutch. Yeah. <laughs> like LeBron's had game winners. If you ask see... me if Reggie Miller hits every game winning shot, he yeah. does. You'll think yeah. so. I've maybe. only seen him hit one. But here's the thing: like for some, why is it that like people don't think Braun hits clutch shots? He's I've plenty hit one. of like us. walk off, walk off game winners. Fucking, he's had clutch shots. And in what his... they'll say is first round. First round, you're up. You're right, up four nothing in the or up three nothing in the series, and okay. he'll close it out. That's what they'll say. I'm listen. You know me. I'm a Bron Stan. Yeah. But I'm the argument from them is when the going gets tough, he likes to get that ball going to someone else. When you got a guy who's I'm serious. When you got a guy who's a good guy, good father, nice guy, <laughs> yeah, yeah. charity guy. Yeah. You know all that. I just think there's there's a thing in him that it's just you know you hear the stories <laughs> about Jordan. You know how many too how many, nice of a guy. You know, many, <laughs> you, know many, you know how many stories I heard about Michael Jordan being an asshole. Oh yeah, yeah. legendary you know? asshole story. Yeah. And, but you know LeBron. Shout to shout to uh, Chameleonaire. <laughs> <laughs> That's one of the greatest Jordan stories ever. Oh dude, I've heard him. I've heard him from flight attendants. Nori. I've heard him. I've heard him I was in uh, I was in a cigar lounge in Atlanta. Okay, go. And I had Jordan four white cements on, brand new, crispy out of the box. And the guy just looked at him. The guy ran. He goes, I like to. He goes, I never wear those again. That fucking dude came in here, treated people like. I mean, but I've heard, I mean, I'm talking about countless stories. Yeah. Because he's just a stone cold, <laughs> like doesn't you know? And I think that that goes into it. Like I think that like I think when you have that on the floor, like LeBron just seems like fuck. He's gonna go and be he's the life of the party, at, man. He's gonna like, be with his yeah. kids afterwards, and like if yeah. he makes it, he makes it. He will kick it out to see if right. that guy, you know, where Jordan, like you just said, Jordan and Kobe, not only will they take, they want the they they want it even if it's a bad shot because they. <laughs> feel like it's their responsibility. Here's, they want the responsibility. Here's the di here's the difference. LeBron has a dinner reservation that he made <laughs> before the game for after the game. <laughs> right? And the same people are going to eat at that dinner no matter what happens in the game. There you go. Jordan and Kobe did not make a reservation. Right. Right? They're not thinking beyond the game at all. And if you fuck up in the game, you're definitely not invited you're not to that dinner. To dinner. Exactly. I love that. I think that that's what it is. Like, LeBron's got movie plans later yeah, anyway. We're going to do something. <laughs> Guys, I got a great cab. <laughs> we're going to share this EP cab and, and listen quick. to YG and get it on Snapchat, right? And yeah, Kobe's yeah. just like, I didn't follow through on my pinky enough. I need to get my pinky followed. Just a Yo, fucking sociopath. Remember the Yo, Kobe story uh, in the Olympics that... Damn, that. Oh yeah, Sue Bird had a funny story. <laughs> we were having uh, we were having lunch, and uh, Sue Bird was there. You know the the WNBA basketball, yeah, 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 yeah. and she was telling us this story about how Kobe is just like a like a completely awkward social person. <laughs> and they were all there for the U.S. Olympic team. The men and women's team were hanging out. Okay. I think I forget exactly where it was, but um, 
And uh, Kobe just didn't know how to hang out without competing. So like <laughs> yeah. they'd be hanging out and he'd like have a glass of wine and he goes, he goes, all right, come on, let's drink. And he just start chugging and they'd be like, I'm up two on you guys. Let's go. Like, <laughs> it's, yeah, like yeah. it's fucking Pinot Noir, bro. Like, like bro, you don't thanks, chug Pinot Noir. <laughs> and then so like they're like trying to keep up with Kobe. Right. And then Kobe sees an image of Paul Pierce in a newspaper. Right. And Sue looks over and he's tearing Paul Pierce's face <laughs> out of the newspaper. This is right after they lost to the Celtics in the finals. Oh, wow. Terry Paul, and then he looks over, chugs his Pinot Noir. And then he goes, motivation. And puts the picture in his pocket and then just walks away. Wow. This any, is a fucking that, sociopath. That's, that's, that, that's, that's, that's what I want. That's what I want. That's who's right. taking the last second shot. Right. He's not, he, not going to disappear in the playoffs. He wants it. And you know what? You got to be a right. lunatic to rip a picture. That's <laughs> LeBron is like, I know a great cheese pairing. I was say, this is a great cheese pairing. You stole my Pinot Noir. I was going to go, yeah, you're not going to see Kobe swirling a Pinot Noir through the hallway. It's true. It's true. But see, like, like sometimes, like, as it, like, Kobe's so stupid, he named his fucking drink Body Armor. What the fuck does that have to do with quenching my thirst? Right? What the fuck? It's a beverage. Yeah. <laughs> Does it protect armor. my body, body, dummy? Yeah, that's not, that really should be a deodorant. It's a deodorant, <laughs> but he body doesn't know. armor is a deodorant. But in his head, he's like, "What would make me invincible?" <laughs> body <laughs> armor, <laughs> let's go! <laughs> all he wants to do is be invincible. That's Psycho. all he thinks about. Holy shit! That's a so crazy, good. crazy man. Yeah. Dude, I can't but wait. Least, listen, but I can't wait for his clothing line. <laughs> Fix your Achilles. <laughs> <laughs> Some shirts called Fix Your Achilles. If my Achilles better, I can play in the game. I'll make a comeback at 50. Oh my God. Body armor. That's it. What the fuck is body armor? I'm drinking it. What is tasty about armor? That is really the worst name of a wine. Body armor. Under body armor, armor makes sense. <laughs> I mean, it's like, yeah, it's ridiculous. Under armor makes all the sense in the world. Under, you know, under the armor. The armor. Of but here's the difference between him. Here's the difference between a, a like a LeBron and and a James Harden. Even yeah. when LeBron did have a bad playoff game, okay. LeBron showed up. He had the game plan. It's like a comic, like I said before, right? Knock on wood. You know, we could have a bad set even for a big one. Sure. Mm -hmm. Even for a big one, but sure. we're prepared, right? Mm -hmm. Sometimes there are things we can't. We can't control. handle. We yeah, can't control. Happens. We're prepared. So we'll still get a 20 and 10 on yeah. the set, but we didn't do what we wanted in that moment. LeBron still got 22 and something like He'll that. He'll always affect the what, game. What happened with Harden was he he mentally just disappeared from the game where you're going, is this guy who's dropping 50, yeah. where is that? Like this man should be all over yeah. the court right now and you just see it. That to me is a very scary, scary thing. But that's thing. why people never really like believe in Harden that much because if he's not scoring, he can't do do much else. And he doesn't really. He can assist. He can get a lot of passes. He can do all that shit. But he gets all that from people being scared of him to scoring him. again. Yes. But if he knows he's not hitting today, he's done. The Michael Jordan. That's a good point. The Michael Jordan LeBron James conversation, or the Michael Jordan conversation with anybody, it's actually I can't have the conversation. That's how lunatic. That's how lunatic. It's why? Lunacy. I don't think it's lunacy. Hold on. Hold on. Why? 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 Go. Go. Here's why it's lunacy. Here's why. Here's why it's lunacy. I don't. I actually think it's almost yeah. comical to discuss it. It's almost mm -hmm. like talking to children. And here's why. Okay. Mm -hmm. Here's why. <laughs> talk that talk. You, Michael Jordan is not talked about. You can argue that Michael Jordan. <laughs> Yo, from Eli Manning to Michael Jordan. <laughs> yes. Same. Yes. Yes. 
what do you need? I see. If you were making this argument about Larry Bird, I'd be like, you're a cop. You're really a fucking cop. Okay, you are a fucking cop. Okay, you have a bulletproof vest under that goddamn jacket. I know. All right, go, Michael Jordan. I was taking this jacket out of the closet. I'm like, should I wear this shit? It's comfortable. Fuck them. A hundred percent. Bulletproof vest. I guarantee. Guarantee. Right? Like you unzip that shit. There's no way you don't have a bulletproof vest on. Go. He looks kind of like. I was just binge watching Breaking Bad this weekend. He kind of looks like Hank. From Breaking Bad. Young Hank. <laughs> but it, you, you have the vibe. It's just raw, vibe, New yeah. raw, raw New York. Raw New York. Yeah, yeah. Raw. I can't help it. Uncut. I just can't help That's it. it. Can't it's help like, it. yes. It's like, yeah. Go on, go on. Yeah, I'm Hank, cool. there you go. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, I'm better looking than that motherfucker. This, but this is future. You but know what I mean? Like, like, yeah, you know. Come on, bro. It's a nice jacket ball, he's got on. No, I like the zipper on the side. I like that. It's a fucking brown jacket. It's nothing special. He wants a cop jacket. He wants to dress like a fucking cop every day. Got a gun in there. See some, oh. some blue khakis with a nice pleat in the front. You're like, that was you, a good pleat. You can argue. Yeah. You can argue that Michael Jordan yeah. is top three defenders of all time. He was 10-time All-NBA defense. Mm. He locks... I mean, you can't compare... You cannot compare LeBron James's uh, defense to Michael Jordan's ever in their career. Mm-hmm. It's just not... It, you just can't do it. Okay. Can't and that's half it. the game. And that's and that's half the game. So right there, I give the edge, but then we start talking about the tenacity. Who wants it? What he's done in the playoffs? Yeah. I mean, if, if he doesn't play baseball, yeah. he doesn't play baseball, does he get eight? I think he mm-hmm. does. Here's a quick question. I don't know if he just gets eight. Quick he question, Bersey. How how those much money yeah. those rocks have you bro. lost gambling on LeBron? <laughs> <laughs> I have no. I've won with LeBron. So, so this is an objective argument. I've won. Right. I've won betting on LeBron James. I've okay. won. Yeah, this is I, an objective I, I'm argument. I'm not a big gambler on NBA. When right, I gamble, right. I like to gamble NFL playoffs. Let me lot. tell you something mm. I know about you. Yeah. You gamble. <laughs> Just talking to you for three minutes. Yeah. I know you gamble. I like a little action. I know. You like, I like a little. Like, I don't go nuts, you know, but I need That's it. how I know you go nuts. Because yeah. you've already he's said, already, you've already said already, three times. He's already had his alibi set. I know, he's ready to go. Because if, if his wife listens to it, she's going to be like, you told you're me you had 150 yeah, yeah. on that game. Yeah, yeah, listen, yeah, smoke yeah, show. Yeah. Your boy's going to do what your boy's got to do. <laughs> but when you said earlier, it's like, I like to put a little, I like to put action, money down yeah. if I know a team's going to win. Like, like, that art, like who puts money down if the they surf. don't think their team's gonna win? Like that's, that's the art of gambling. <laughs> but you just described gambling in a you way know, like that money. made it seem I like, like a- money. I like money, so I figure if I can make I'm money, gonna- I'm gonna put the money on but the fucking game. It's yeah. I know how much you gamble. When you said put some money on a team, you rolled dice for some reason. You're mixing, you're mixing the different things that you gamble. That's how I know it. It's in your fucking blood, Mercy. Oh hey, listen, if good. I know a team's like, gonna like win. One has nothing to do with the other. (laughs) Once you put the money down, you're like, look, I'm already gambling. The crap table's right there. It was a hot roll. The kid was going, he was a Chinese. You know they fucking Uh, go, bro. They fucking go. Oh, Oh my gosh. Yo, you know Chris Scopo? Yeah. Chris Scopo, dude, this guy's so funny. It's like, 
I love gambling and I love like, I just love stakes because anytime you raise stakes, you find out how people really feel, Mm. right? Like we're not gambling, you're not trying to win, it doesn't really matter. But like when you have money on the line and things matter, you find out the real feelings about the world. And we were at uh, Mohegan Sun and we're about to go play a little blackjack and we're walking up to this table and Chris goes, nah, 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 we can't do that. I go, what's up? He goes, "Eh, Chinese guy, he's dealing. I go, what do you mean? He goes, eh, I don't trust him. I go, what are you talking about? Bad luck. You can't win with the Chinese guys. You just can't win. I go, they're not playing against you. It doesn't matter. I'm not doing it. And you know what's a good one? Here's a, here's a saying that I always use, and people laugh at it, but yeah. I go, gun to your head. Okay. Right? Yeah. Gun to your head. Yeah, yeah. Dude, Paul, why do you always yeah. have to ask Because that's how you find go, out. That's a, go, that's a gambling that's thing. A, that's a, no, but that's also like, that's a sports thing where yeah. it's like, listen, Gun to your head. Yeah. Who do you want with the ball? LeBron James or Michael Jordan? And it, and why why a gun? Why is it gun? There was a here's a great one. We were we're at the we're at the stand. Yeah. We're at the stand. And we're in the back. And I'm going up. Nah, I'm going Warriors. I'm, I'm going Warriors. Going to win the title. Yeah, yeah. And someone goes, don't don't count out the Spurs. This is when the Spurs still. It's like two years. Ago. Yeah. No, don't count out the Spurs. I go. The Spurs are going to not win a seven game series against the thing. And I'm going Gun to yet. And so Judah Friedlander walks in. <laughs> Judah, and Judah likes basketball. He goes, Hey, what's what's going on? What are you guys talking basketball? I go, Yeah. I go, Judah. We're having an argument here. Help us, okay? Gun to your head. Who who wins a seven-game series, the Warriors or the Spurs? And Judah goes, whoa, whoa. Why is a gun involved? Why is a gun involved? <laughs> Why is a gun involved? Because that's what's going to make you. That's how you need to make That'll it. Make yeah, it, it's real. It gun to your head is just swear to God. Or yeah. gun to your head is like your life is on the line. Whatever one of those things. Gun to your head means yeah, yeah. like this is that's really. Your first child. You know, yeah, it's, yeah. you know it's funny? I did it to my wife at a, at a restaurant because she couldn't pick a dessert. <laughs> yeah, what'd you say? She couldn't pick a dessert. <laughs> goes, Should I get the tiramisu or the hot cookie with the brownie? And I go, I don't know. And the waiters, the waiters, the waiters come. I go, what do you want? And I go, Stacy, gun to your head. Which one would you take? <laughs> the tiramisu. I go, there you go. <laughs> Yo, gun to your head gets I gotta it use done. That. People I gotta need use steaks, that. bro. Yeah. No, you need steaks. You need steaks to operate in this world, man. Like, I always the fuck pic- we playing around like, I always for? always picture like that intense situation for the most like trivial things. It's yes. like somebody like tied up with yeah. a fucking sweating in some <laughs> boiler room and there's a gun to his head and the fucking gunman goes, pancakes or French toast? <laughs> gun to your head. Gun to your fucking head. <laughs> head. You know, that'd be a funny sketch if in reality pancakes. there was really a gun. There was pancakes. Pancakes. <laughs> <laughs> All right, since you put it that way, I'm going to You're right. You're, you're right. right. Okay? Yeah, Small stack. Don't go big stack. <laughs> big stack is too much bread, not enough syrup. Silver dollars for the children. <laughs> for the children. For the children. <laughs> All right, we're going to take a break right now to shout out um, a sponsor of the show, a friend of the show, a brand that we fucking love over here. Something's going to keep you up all night. You know it's Blue Chew, okay? <laughs> we're not playing any games out here. Bring in the chew no matter where we go. The chew for me is like the toothbrush. If we going on the road, you know what I mean? I'm taking the chew with me, okay? It's almost more important than condoms, you know? <laughs> you have me up until I'll try to think if I'd rather have chewed and cut. Now, I'm not saying go raw. I'm not saying that. But you could get head. You know what I mean? If you bust quick, then all of a sudden you're like, all right, I got to explain you this that situation. You're all by yourself, brother. You know what I mean? <laughs> hey, listen, I'm the only one rawing. I'm the only one rawing, Baskin Robbins. I'm the only one rawing. Okay? All I'm saying is this, man, the chew is the truth. If you're a new listener to the Flagrant 2 podcast, Blue Chew 
is a pill to have your dick rocking all night. You chew it up and you are good to go. The same active ingredient that's in Viagra, Cialis, all those things is in Blue Chew. Uh, I mean, we have testimonies for days that we've recorded and played on this show. A lot of times from women, that's what happens when I'm doing a live show, man. I got people coming up to me and they'd be like, man, I tried to choose the truth, man. She cleaned my house next day. Right. <laughs> and then the girl will be next to them after the show and she'll be like, whatever, shut up. It was like, <laughs> but you know, it's the shut truth. Up, you're stupid. <laughs> stupid. <laughs> so bluechew.com, uh, you could go get that uh, prescription right now. You don't got to go to the doctor, nothing. Everything gets taken care of right there. Bluechew.com, you use the offer code flagrant. Okay. You get it for free that's really how it's going on when you think about it that's really how it's going on bluechew.com mm -hmm. simple as that guys you get your first shipment free when you use that promo code flagrant all you gotta do is pay five dollars shipping that's nothing okay that's nothing for this fun time give your life you give the wife give your wife the night of her life okay make that shit happen and then tell us how it worked out again that's bluechew.com slash uh, well, no, no, bluechew.com and use the offer code flagrant, okay? The better, cheaper, faster choice. Let's get back to the show. And oh, by the way, did Michael Jordan have more? Did Michael? Who did Michael Jordan compete against? I mean, Michael Jordan single-handedly stopped Karl Malone, John Stockton from getting a ring, Patrick Ewing from getting a ring. I don't know if LeBron's Well, LeBron made a lot of those guys have to team up to stop him, though. What's the argument there? He also had to team up. Yeah, he came up in Miami. He went. He went at it alone. And you can't way, say Ray he can't Allen, get to, He took. Ray, he took one of the worst teams in history to the NBA Finals. He did. He did. And but, no, I, I definitely give him. Yeah. Listen, I'm not trying to. Not, uh, LeBron James. I'll say this. LeBron well, James is an all time. LeBron James is an all time great. But that's that what Ray people Allen, lose in the conversation. Yeah. And we. I want to get to Ray, but that's what people lose in this conversation. We're not saying that LeBron is either the best ever or dog shit, <laughs> right? We're splitting hairs at the top. Yeah. It's we good. are splitting hairs at Guys, the top. Guys, we're... But the reason why we are, Andrew, the reason why we're splitting hairs is because people put him against MJ, and that's that's a tough thing to do. That's what you have to do. But we're old. That's another thing. These kids that often make that argument didn't see it. That's true. And even we didn't see it. How old are you? I just turned 40. Okay, so you saw a little... 35? You, 35. So you saw more MJ than me, but... But I was still young, too. We were kids with like MJ. How old Exactly. Like, the only, first I'm, I'm one, we didn't know. So okay, only, so yeah. We didn't know the game that nah. well. Like, we didn't... I wasn't seeing defense and seeing a lockdown defender. That that part of the game wasn't even... Yeah. It was... Part it was, of my, like, knowledge base at the time. I was like, who's, score, who's getting the ball in the basket more? What's a triangle offense? I had no fucking clue what a right. triangle offense was. So maybe if we went back now and saw the way he affected his game and... Maybe I would be that much more supportive of the MJ over LeBron argument. But a lot of people, you know what I'm saying? I'm seeing like, LeBron with the most knowledge that I have of basketball. Michael Jordan does benefit from the, you know, us being older and the rose-colored glasses effects as well. Right. Like, I don't think, like, MJ, the shit that we talk about LeBron now for the littlest shit, shit that ends up not even mattering at all right, in the long right. term, like, we'd have to talk with MJ in that same lens, and, we didn't, and he didn't have to deal with that. Right. He might have gotten a, a newspaper article. Right, that was bad. That's true. Or like That's right. actually a fair one point. fucking TV. Like we That's got round point. the clock sports coverage on this dude. Fair, but how much bad everything. shit do you hear about the Patriots? I think once you win, it's like, a lot. Like what? <laughs> uh, your owner was out there getting fucking uh, prostitutes. I don't believe that. Aaron Hernandez killed a couple <laughs> guys. Uh, you with deflating balls. Uh, fucking Spygate to Spygate like spy it's quite they, a bit the Patriots get caught doing a lot of fucking it's shit it's quite a bit of stuff <laughs> ain't hear nothing that ain't nothing bro that ain't nothing it's it's like, I don't know <laughs> the Patriots a lot no bro. I mean I mean like, about Brady specifically it's just the Flategate that's the only shit you got on him he open mouth kisses his son 
That's not open mouth. That's regular. All right, but like Whoa. here's the thing: if MJ had to come Son, up, with a, well, nah. how many? How many candid come back videos for it? Like Yo, how many candid you videos? See how, you see how all these motherfuckers out here? You know what I've noticed about the the Tom Brady shit? <laughs> the Tom Brady kissing his son shit. It's mad motherfuckers without daddies upset at this shit. Yeah? <laughs> it's a lot of motherfuckers with no daddies. Yo, that's funny. Dude. Yo, it's like, how could you do that? Well, that's what happened when you got daddy, bro. The daddy be kissing you on the mouth every once in a while. It gets a little uncomfortable as you get old, and then you start hitting them with the cheek. It's funny if they start talking about how disgusted they are with it, yeah. but then they break out into You're a like, cry. Like, oh, I mean, it would be fun for my dad so to kiss me on my it. fucking mouth. Shit, our friends kiss my daddy. What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> if I had a daddy, I'd let him do that. <laughs> I remember the transition of my life when I had to start cheeking my dad, bro. My dad would still go in for that shit, and I just hit him with that shit right there, bro. I had to just hit him with that shit. He had to learn the hard way. I had How to curve him. How old? I had to curve How him. Old? Say what? How old? 23. Oh <laughs> I was giving him lips up That's until 23, fam. So he got nice lips, you know what I mean? <laughs> That's fucking hilarious. Not, not the best breath, but he got some decent lips. <laughs> so sometimes my mom still goes in for lips. Oh my god, dude, sometimes my mom goes in for yeah, lips, bro. Do you understand? Yo, are you how serious? Great, that <laughs> so Do you understand funny. that? Yo, that could have so been, been a Chappelle show sketch. <laughs> oh, a great well, sketch. Right, how yeah. great of a sketch would that be? If like right, yeah. after people are judging Tom Brady for doing that, and then they just bust out. They wish yeah. they did, and That's then he the would thing. take it to a scenario where he let Yo. somebody without a dad kiss. Don't. Be saying shit if you don't got a dad, bro. Like you're oh not allowed God. in this conversation about kissing your dad on the mouth, okay? That's so fucked up. But hilarious. I'll tell you true. what, though. You know what would happen? You kiss your kid on the mouth? How old's your kid? No, I don't. How old's your kid? I don't kiss my kids on the mouth. My my uh, my son is nine. My daughter's six. Okay, I'm a Never, very but I'm a very I'm you're affectionate. an Italian and Greek dad yeah. that doesn't kiss on the mouth. Not on the mouth. What about when they were young, young? No, never. You've never, never at all? Never kissed my kids on the mouth. It's just something, honestly, it's, it is something that feels, it doesn't, it's something that would feel to me very weird and awkward to do. But you've seen it and not felt weird about it, especially I've within seen, your culture. I've seen somebody, uh, I remember one time Miguel Cotto, the boxer, was walking through the tunnel to the fight with his oh. son, and he just kissed his son on the mouth. The and time. I remember just being like, it didn't make me feel, but I was just like, you know what, I'm, I, you know, listen, I pick my son up, I kiss him, I, yeah. you know, we wrestle, I'll throw him around, but I, you know, I kiss him on the head, I kiss him on the cheek, but never the lips. It was just something that just felt right. like, didn't feel right, right for right. some reason. But I think to that, to like certain cultures, like that thing isn't sexual at all. No, and I get that. I'm right. not saying it like it's a perverted thing. Right, right. It's just nothing that, and I also didn't never grew up with that. Right. So from when I was a little kid, yeah. my mom and dad would just, you know, either kiss me on the head, kiss me on the cheek yeah. at night, and that's it. There was nothing like me, that. Me and my, my brother and my mom and my dad would all kiss at the same time. So we would just do like a four-way. <laughs> it would be Yeah, it'd be like hungry, hungry hippos, you know, when <laughs> the mouths all come out. Just, just all love. <laughs> like that love, is a family bro. of all love. It's a like, family unit, bro. Yeah, hungry, is, hungry Schultzes. That's yeah. what we were. <laughs> Yo, I was dating this girl, um, and her mother's from Europe. Yeah, and oh they boy. still kiss on the lips there. So her first time meeting me, she went for the kiss on the lip. You held mother her, did held her. Yeah, close. like Stick I wasn't expecting it. Her close, oh, huh? I wasn't expecting. So she caught me off guard, and she nah, she, hold her she close. caught. That was the weirdest. That was the weirdest thing. Hold her close. Grab her butt. Just grab the back of her head. Started yeah. telling like, shit. Yeah, I didn't yeah, yeah girl, what's up? What's up, girl? I like this Europe shit. Where the healthcare at? That's what I'm talking about. I fucks with Europe. Yeah, that was the weirdest thing. Yo. <laughs> Yo, you can really kiss anybody. Like, that's what the beautiful thing about Borat was. Like, when you're a foreigner, you just do anything and people forgive you. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, Borat just came that to America. Was that because, was a genius. Because he was so vulnerable and seemed innocent. Exactly. He's like, and oh, he that's doing... his culture. Yeah. 
Yeah. And was, I like you. That was all part of it. Yeah. Him saying, I like you. Do you like, they were just like, oh God, we got to treat him. We're going to let him get away with it. He's yes. uneducated with uh, the thing. That's and that it. let him push. That was great. That's, that's why those, you can't say like, like even like our most redneck motherfuckers aren't accepting of other cultures. Cause he would have to go so hard with the gay shit. For, to get a reaction. Yeah. Like, yeah. he was like, I would like to kiss you. I would like to make babies with you. And they'd be like, ah, oh, we don't really do that here. And he'd keep on going. He would meet two of them. Yeah. He'd have to fucking meet two of these guys for them to be like, I'm going to beat your ass. And then then he was like, look how racist they are. It's like, no, you're trying to rape men yeah. with this pseudo, like, European... <laughs> He's the fucking dick when you think about it. <laughs> this guy's a man. fucking dick. <laughs> People are like, oh, how you genius just are <laughs> Yeah, like, you're just like gay Weinstein where you're just groping fucking dudes and then acting surprised that they react that way. I heard he got I heard he got knocked out in New York City during the filming of the movie. Good! I heard he, he like, you know, because, yeah, and you're not going to see that shit on the DVD, but I heard, <laughs> I heard he did. I heard he took it too far and somebody caught him. Good. Now listen, you can't do that and push the limits the way he pushed it. Yeah, everybody's got their boundaries. He did bro. that Bruno movie where he went to an orgy. There was, everybody was having sex, and he was and he was telling the guy, guy was having sex with his girlfriend, and he was going, "Look me in the eyes, look me in the oh, eyes." Yeah, yeah, I saw that shit. That was that shit made me feel uncomfortable. Bro. Was that, that was too far, and I kissed my my parents. <laughs> 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 Wait, was that Bruno or, or, uh, or Borat? I think that was the same movie. Yeah. Which one was, was it? The same movie. That was hilarious. I think that was Borat. Was it Borat? Oh, no, it was Borat. It was like, a, yeah, that's right. It was like an outtake Borat or something. He goes, look me in the eyes. The guy goes, why would I do that, man? Because <laughs> I'm fucking my girl. Why would I Why would I look you in the eyes? <laughs> All right. I want to um, I want to talk about a couple things while we have you, Verzi. I want to, yeah. we're going to eventually get into the, a conversation where you can convince us why base, uh, baseball is a worthy sport. But okay. before we, we go into that, I got to shout out, um, and this is this is shocking, but I have to shout out the Los Angeles comedy scene. Okay. It is incredible. It is absolutely incredible. The reason I say it's shocking is because when we were coming up in comedy, the idea with the LA scene was yeah. it was always kind of soft and mm. a little bit of corny, a little bit corny. And um, we thought that that was a product of Los Angeles. And the conventional wisdom with comics was always like, how can you be funny out there? I mean, mm. it's beautiful every single day. Like, where's funny? Where's the pain? Et cetera, this and right. So we that's what we thought was the reason, right? And I was just out there, and I did a bunch of podcasts, The Fighter and the Kid with Brendan uh, Schaub and Brian County. You'll check that out. Um, I did one with Andrew Santino called Whiskey Ginger. He's got a really funny podcast, but then the audio got lost. But we'll get that back again. But another really funny comic. Um, I did the minimalist podcast, not comics, but another really funny thing you guys should go, go check out. And then Theo Vaughn's podcast and really funny dude. And, um, what I realized there is the comedy scene out there, a bunch of comics got empowered, yeah. right? They got their own podcast and they started making their own money and they didn't have to rely as much on the industry. Okay. And when you don't have to rely on the industry, you don't cater your comedy for the industry. Right. You cater your comedy for yourself because yeah. you're making enough money, right? It's like if you're a restaurant and you're doing fine, you don't change the menu, right? right. This is what you want to cook mm -hmm. and people eat it, so you do it. And what happened is before that, the industry ran comedy. So comedy was corny, right? The second the industry stopped running and the comics started running it, it was comics trying to impress each other, which is really the best because we probably have the highest 
yeah. level of acceptance for a bit or any kind of comedy. Right. You know, we've seen everything before. Mm -hmm. But if you're working to impress me and I'm working to impress you, et cetera, instead of Fox for a sitcom, the level's going to go up. And right now it has, I would say, more authentic comedy scene than New York. Um, it is unfucking real, I, man. I definitely it's propped up by Rogan. It's propped up yeah. by all these guys. The comics propped up the scene, not the scene propping up the comics. Right mm. now, New York, say what you want to say, but New York is propped up by the seller. The seller is propping everybody up, and it's got amazing sold out shows every single night. It's the best club in the fucking world. But if I asked you or any random person, if I was like, if I was like, hey, who's a who's a typical New York comic to you? It's all the generation above us, Paul. Right. No, everybody's gonna make oh Quinn, uh, Patrice, right. Keith Robinson, mm. Robert Kelly, right? Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. not our generation. We no. haven't taken over yet. <clears throat> right. We are still resting on the laurels of the OGs before us. Right. And we'll get into you know later conversation about how I want to change that and what I think that we can do to to really kind of you know take over and reestablish ourselves. Yeah. And um, but what I saw in LA is if we go, who's an LA comic? You're gonna hear people. Oh, Chris D'Elia. Oh, yeah. Brian Callen, you're going to hear the next generation. They're mm. not going to still say the guys that were out there in the 80s and 90s that were rocking. It's going right. to be these next guys. And it's what we need to do here. And it's what I've been trying to put out in the world, really just for all these comics, for all of us to kind of do is the way my digital approach, not only this podcast, but just putting the material out, uh, putting it on Twitter, Instagram, even the way I'm doing my special now. Shouts to everybody who watched the clip and shared the the latest clip, man. It's up on YouTube right now. The first two chapters of use from the Cisco. Check them. But um, the way I'm doing this allows you to empower yourself as a comic. And you might not be making money on Instagram or Twitter or even YouTube, but you are making money on the road because people will see your stuff. Sure. And you start to sell shit out. And once comics realize this, and again, everything I'm doing is for all of us. Anything I do in terms of how I deliver the content, it's for you to copy and improve upon. And right. if you find a better way to do it, tell me. Sure. But once we empower ourselves, we put, we're put we put in a position where we want to help each other. Right. And that's what these LA guys are doing. Well, that's, what I, that's, that's what I was just going to say. So yeah. to answer your question, I think that, I think New York has some of the most stone cold assassins mm -hmm. in the game. Mm -hmm. um, but I also <laughs> think that those guys in LA are, are fucking great. But, and, 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 the, and the LA scene is great out there because you got a lot of people who moved and, and went out there. And you have people You got here. a lot of great guys from here but, that moved out there. But yeah. you just touched on what it is. And what it is is everybody's kind of, they're falling under the umbrella of each other. Yes. It's, it's each other. So like Rogan, you know, like if, like, let's say like Burr is my mentor the way, like I'm trying to think of like maybe the way Rogan put on <clears throat> Ari, you know, 100%. Burr, Burr put me on, right? Right? Yes, but if we were all here, right? Is oh, it, no, 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 on, no is it? Uh, so, go on, go um, on. so if we were all here and somebody said, "Hey, man, come on my show," and together, right? right? We just like the way we're doing this, but then you came, and then we do shows together. That's what these guys are doing, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and but they're able to do it because I was thinking about what creates this environment, what creates a supportive environment, and what creates it is success. Once you have success, you can't wait to help other people. It's like once I started selling tickets, my feeling was who is really talented around me that I can use this platform I have to help, right? Who can I lift up? You know, right. who can I give something to? You know what I mean? Like there's multiple things I feel like you have to do to make a scene. I feel like you have to establish what the scene stands for, right. you know? And the, the way that you... <laughs> this how how would I say it? This is the best metaphor I can put together. Is like the industry is a sailboat, right? And so it goes whichever way the wind is going. 
Yeah. You know, so no matter what way the wind is going, that's where the sailboat's got to go. Okay. Yeah. And the industry often works like that. It's like whatever's hot, they jump on it. Right. So if a show about hip hop comes out, they're like, okay, let's do a show on hip hop for FX. And then VH1 wants to do them and Netflix wants to do them. It's just hopping on. If you want to change an industry, you got to be the wind. Right? right. So it's like, we can be the wind. We can put out the content that moves things. I heard this great story about, uh, I, I told on a couple podcasts, but about how uh, Nescafe got into Japan, the Japanese market. Okay. Um, they asked this this uh, consultant, and uh, he's like a consultant to like the biggest, most you know wealthy brands in the whole world. How do we get into Japan? The guy goes, Ah, you're not gonna be able to get in 15 years. The guy goes, Why not? He goes, Well, because they have no fucking clue what coffee is in Japan. You're trying to be tea. You're not tea. Okay. Right. So they have no idea. They have no memory attached to it. It means nothing to them. Right. So what you got to do is you got to make a cartoon. They're like, what? Yeah. You got to spend millions of dollars making a cartoon. And then you're going to make a candy based on that cartoon. And that candy is going to be flavored as. Nescafe. Coffee. Oh yeah. Now, 15 years later, when those kids grow up. Uh, okay. They need something tied to memory. Add in Google yes. the biggest wow. Starbucks in the world and tell me where it is. Wow. Literally a couple of days ago, they just opened a 32,000 square foot Starbucks. The Japanese. Tokyo. Yep. So the Japanese devour coffee in a way that's unlike any other people in the world. And mm -hmm. it's because you went underneath them, right? A motorboat yeah, works yeah. different than the sailboat because yeah. the, the, the motor is underneath the water, right? So right. what we have to do, like even what I had to do to like get comics to realize how to like put shit out. I've been telling people to do this for years, but I, I, I start to realize like, Ah, people don't do what you tell them. They do what works, right? So I had to show them it works first. Right, right. That's and brilliant. then That's they're then it's like you don't even need to tell them. Yeah. Once I show that it works and yeah. I put it out there, they'll be like, "Oh, okay, I should do that." Yeah. So I, in order for me to move the industry, I had to prove, "Hey, this is this type of thing works, and this is what we're going to do." Even for the different shows we do, even for like inside jokes, the point of inside jokes is well, I love talking to comics about you know jokes that are fucked up and how to make them work, but. What I'm trying to do is create a place where people understand what jokes are so they're not upset yes, when they see a joke. Shit, I should have saved my rape joke for that. No. <laughs> no, we, no listen, we got to have you on with it because that's a perfect one. And then uh, let's just have you on and we'll like bust balls and like but, figure out some so, things. So what you're doing is you're creating an environment where all of the things that are maybe frowned upon or people are scared of, where you're making it the norm for what you do. But when people see that, then they're that's that's... It's planting the, the root, the seed. It's the candy. It's the candy. It's the candy. Exactly. So we make the candy. Mm. We we plant the seed, and then it grows up into the culture. We yep. become the wind, right? Yeah. If we're the wind, they have to move along with us, right? Because at the end of the day, they're just they're commodity. They're just a business like any other business, yeah. right? They're just trying to make money. Yeah. So if we prove the money is made, yeah. Here, like, oh, I got to mention the Flavor Media Group on this podcast. Remind me before we sorry, stop to do that. But yeah, the dude that made the commercial, yeah. shout out to you, man. That was great. But like, what we're doing is we're starting this media company where we can sell advertising on all the different shows that we have here on the platform. Right. Right. And the goal is to prove that there are brands that fuck with this and those brands that do fuck with it get rewarded tenfold because the people that fuck with our content love it that much more. Yeah. And once Nike or 
Ford starts realizing, oh shit, I got 10 times my investment yeah. going over here. No, it's going to happen. In 20 years, you're going to see an ad that says, Nike, go fuck yourself. Yo! <laughs> and it's going to be like... 100%. I swear to God. They yeah, don't care. Absolutely. They're like, not going to care. Listen, Game of Thrones is going to come on syndication. <laughs> yeah. Right? Very soon. And every company is going to advertise on it. And the whole show is just about rape. Rape your sister, <laughs> rape a whore, rape yeah. somebody. Yeah. The whole show is just rape. Yeah, yeah. But they'll buy it on because they know we're going to watch it. Right. Right? But so what we'll do right now is set the seeds for even this special that I'm putting out right now. The special is so that you can tell that rape joke. Right. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. The special. Yeah. Because what I'll do is I'll make this okay. They'll see the success of it. Fingers crossed. So I'll make doing these types of jokes okay. And then the rest of us can do them. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. But that's for me the only way is moving it underneath. It's the same thing I was saying to you earlier about like, like Kaz wrote this great article for Complex. You guys, if you haven't read it, you got to yeah. read it. And it's just, um, it's just a brilliant article. It, it really open, went viral. Yeah, yeah, it was an open letter to Adam Silver to why he needs to uh, rig the draft lottery so Zion goes to the Knicks. Right? Like why it would help everybody. Why Freeze the envelope. Help, you yeah, know? it wouldn't just help New York. It would help the league in general become the world game and not and overtake NFL as America's game. Right. right. And and Kaz, and Kaz writes his article. And what we were talking about before the podcast started, this is this is what Virgil was mentioning in the beginning, was this idea is like, you got to do that every week because you have power with the pen. Mm. And there's something about the written word that's so powerful to people that it's just truth. Yeah, right. Like how true. often does somebody just go, you know, I read an article and that's enough. Yeah. Like if yeah. I said, if yeah. I said the world is flat, right. You'd be like, go fuck yourself. But I'd be like, <laughs> no, I was reading this article. The world's flat. And it's like, all right, maybe it's flat. Yeah. Article seems like something. Yeah, it's yeah. like even if I think it's bullshit, I'm like, let me see that article. So it's like, <laughs> so for me, like when I see you and I see that as a strength of yours, I'm like, lean into that, Cass. Yeah, we yeah. need you to have the best. We need you to have the best column, uh, best weekly column yeah. in sports, right? Because that's going to lift Flagrant Two. It's going to lift the other podcasts or the other like things that we want to do mm-hmm. with you All here. All the other projects. Yeah. Everything, right? Yeah. So, I don't know. That's that's my thing. And I hope that the next goal after we release the special and we start to do stuff is really congeal the New York scene. I, you know, yeah. We need was, to pull it together. I was talking to Bobby Kelly about that, and like, you know, he brings people on, but yeah, they just they kind of united. They the, all of them that do it, and and that's really not the case here. You know, we, we're we're cool. You know, like me and you just started, you know, hanging out at the cellar, and yep. hey, what's going on? You know, drink a wine, talk shit about sports, and it's like, hey, that's a guy that a I respect what he's doing. Sure. I understand what he's doing. B I think he's super funny. Why wouldn't yeah, like why wouldn't that guy do my podcast? I do his. All podcast, I want to do is help, and that's what it is. And 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 I think when you come together like that with people, I think it will. And and like we were talking about with the PC stuff coming back, I think it's all going to come back. You know, West Coast shit's got shit going on right now. There's a lot of funny people here. Mm. I love those guys. Everybody could eat. You want to know something that's interesting? Is uh, the ecosystem balances itself. Okay, so LA had this like super corny comedy scene before. Yeah. Right. Where Chris said, Chris DiStefano, shout out to Chris, had a funny line. He was like, yeah, they were just talking about unicycles. But that's such a Chris line. Right. Yeah, yeah. So and it was true. Right. And then so they, they went to the extreme of that. Right. And then out of nowhere, this show popped up in L.A. called Roast Battle. Yeah. 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 Now, what was Roast Battle the extreme of? The other let the other way, right? It's like this: the the unicycle comedy Ooh, yeah. was the was the corny soft shit. Roast battle, every joke was fucking homophobic, up, racist. Yeah. You were molested, like yeah. And it's because the environment it needed, needed it. 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 Needed it. It needed it. It right? needed it. Yeah. And if you 
like you said, like you were saying earlier about the pendulum swings and it needs to adjust. The ecosystem needs to adjust. Yeah. It's just how the fucking universe works, right? I'm not talking about a spiritual way. I'm talking about just like natural environment. Absolutely. So you even see it, like this might be out there, but you even see it now with um, like the Kardashians, right? And this whole shit with Jordan Woods. I don't know if you've been following yeah, this, but yeah, like Tristan Thompson cheated on his, his uh, Chloe on Chloe with this girl, Jordan Woods, who which happened to be Kylie's best friend and roommate, Kylie Jenner. So like there's a little drama there. And the Kardashian family was trying to like destroy this girl, Jordan Woods, right? Not saying she did anything good, but mm. whatever. And the Smith family, right? Will Smith's family. Well, those are her aunts and uncles. Uh, that's her aunt and uncle, right? Yeah. Especially in Black who's, Hollywood. Who, who's uh, Jordan Woods? Uh, Jordan Woods' uh, aunts and uncle, like Will, Will and Jada's yeah. niece, or like, godparent, or something God, like that. Something like but that, I think so. so, so what the Smith family is obviously has Jordan Woods back. Yeah, so they have her back, yeah, yeah, yeah. and they use their power. There's a there's a there's a show called The Red Table Talk or something. Mm -hmm. So they use their power to kind of shift the narrative on Jordan Woods before the Kardashians can destroy her. Now that's the surface way of looking at this. The way I look at this is the Smith family is trying to take the throne of America's reality TV family from that. the Kardashians, right? Power needs the, to be taken. It's not something given. It needs to be taken because with they're force. Because the, they're, the, they're the opposite pendulum of the Kardashians. Now you're talking. Like how the Kardashians Talk to are me. like, wow, this is trash TV. And what are these people famous for? The absolute other pendulum to that is. These people are this, fucking stars. These are stars. They're actual talented people. Yeah. They're Good positive. Good people. They're positive. Fucking they have each Jayden's other's Jaden's giving away water and flint. You know what I'm saying? Like they're all actors. and yeah. So I look at the ecosystem, right? You have, I look at almost like the Matrix, right? So you have Kardashians or Agent Smith. It's fucking growing in power in multiple numbers and it, 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 it feasts on people, right? They feast on your insecurities. Like, hey, here's this makeup. You could look better. They mm -hmm. get all this fake plastic shit. They're plastic. Nothing is real about them, right? They're propping up, you know, ideology and like popping up narratives that are kind of fucked up and gross in a yeah, lot of ways. They're just yeah. pimping the people yeah. essentially, yeah, yeah. right? And then out of nowhere, Will Smith and the family, they dive into social media and Smith is just raw positivity. Literally every day it's, a, how can I be a better dad? How can I, how can you be a better son? How can we connect with our families better? How can we spend time together? What can we do that's like beautiful? The Red Table Talks are three generations of women really working things out mm -hmm. and kind of talking to each other and understanding that people are different. Maybe we could talk. It's raw positivity, right? And so they, they operate as Neo in the Matrix metaphor. And the weirdest thing about all this is like, who is the role of Neo first offered to? <laughs> wow, you took that shit full circle. Isn't that fucking crazy? Isn't that fucking crazy? Did you like, think of that like high one day? Like <laughs> I, was, I forget. I forget. Now I think we were flying back from LA or something like that, and I was processing like what was going on. I looked at it as this power. Yeah. I looked at it, them going for power or them taking the throne, but. The throne needing to be taken because it had been abused yeah. by the Kardashian. We got family. Kardashian fatigue. We even, do. We, we even do. Like, we're even like sick of Kanye. That's how much we have Kardashian fatigue. Facts. It's like, bro, we don't so give a fuck. Dude. It's just, it's just an interesting, it's an interesting dynamic, that. and it's like what we got to do in, <laughs> in New York, like with comedy, the way that they've congealed in L.A. My goal is that enough comics in New York start paying attention and start seeing how they can empower themselves. Right. How can I help you? Right. I always say to comics, I'm a resource for you. If you have a mm -hmm. question about content, right. ask me. I'm here to do that for you. Yeah, yeah. There's nothing I can get from you. I have everything I need. Yeah. Okay? I don't care about having... The only reason I, I 
the only reason I care about making like lots of money is that it just makes people listen more. Right. Like I'm, my lifestyle is not going to change from making half million dollars a year to 2 million. Yeah. Nothing's going to be different. Yeah, yeah. But if I make that 2 million, all of a sudden everything I say is more genius. Right. So then you'll help yourself right. more. Right. Yeah. Because that's how people look at money. That you're not a genius unless you're rich or dead. Yeah. Yeah. There's somebody sleeping on the street right now, you know, on Wall Street that's probably more brilliant than everybody yeah, in this yeah. room, but nobody, you know. And mm -hmm. why would we? Right. He's fucking sleeping well, on the street. Would, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the fuck are you telling yeah, me anything? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Clearly, all your decisions have led <laughs> yeah. you here. I got a shirt on, motherfucker. <laughs> we were in fucking Europe, and there was some homeless guy giving me, like, the keys to life, and we're just looking at him like, get keys to a fucking house. Yeah, 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 <laughs> There's yeah, yeah, no yeah. reason I'm listening to you. <laughs> to a hotel room. Yeah, the fuck are you doing? So. You're right, though. That's interesting, man. We can do that, and it will slowly start to happen, and you'll see more and more comics, they'll start to realize, hey, I I don't need to compete with these guys. Yeah. No competition on mm -hmm. the internet. It's, it's not. Yeah. It's... Because everybody could eat it on the internet. It, right, we not, back then, everybody had to go and compete for that one TV show, that one stand-up There was only one time one. slot from 9 to 10. Yeah. If you're on Comedy Center, there's one time slot. Yeah. One time slot from 10 to 11. So we got to compete. Mm -hmm. You can drop something on Instagram the same time as me. Yep. I can watch your shit, and then right after, watch mine. Mm -hmm. Yeah. No, it's true. It's true. And their podcasts, like, that, that's a big thing. I was talking to Giannis. He goes, the podcasts out in L.A. and the way they kind of all are together or, like, there'll be guests on each other's and stuff. It's part of it, man. That's what I want to do with you guys. Like, yeah. that's what we've been doing with Hyenas. Anybody that I've been bringing in to the various different shows, the oh, goal is that, on this, on No, no, but, like, not, no, but they're, they have their own podcast. But, like, even, yeah, with Horrible, like, mm. anybody that we bring on here, I want to uplift. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Because I feel like they have something. Yeah. Of course. You yeah. know, and you wouldn't have them on the show if you didn't think so. Anyway. And that's another thing. If you want to get on the show, have something. Yeah. Yeah. Have something that, because you could come to the show and then you could have this amazing interview and then you have nothing to drive them to. Yeah. And like right now, if they fucking love you, they're already Googling your special. Yeah. Yeah. Right. And they're like, oh, fuck, man. Yeah. You came on the show and then gave me something to enjoy. Yeah. Yeah. The whole model that we have at Flavor 2 is give. Yeah. yeah. Right? We're giving content. We're giving joy. We're giving opportunity. Like, when, when I fly into a city, hey, who who's, what asshole army member wants to scoop us from the airport? Yeah. I could order Uber. Yeah. Or if one of you guys are already Ubering, <laughs> I'll just hit you off with cash. Yeah, I wouldn't do all that shit, but you would. Bro, <laughs> you got to, man. <laughs> Yo, mean, you got to. Like, working together, like, oh, you know, we did that uninterrupted. We had, like, yep. all-star shit, and, yep. you know? Somebody wanted to come film some shit. Yeah, like, right, Andrew Andrew's like, yo, come to my like, hotel room. Come to my hotel room, bro. 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 We'll talk. Cass, Cass, we'll I was just like you. Yeah. But now that I've been traveling with Andrew more and more, like, all the fans, some of them are a little weird, but at the end of the day, they're all cool. I mean, I'm not like, saying they're not cool. Like, I mean, don't say all that. No, like, I mean, I like, they're super helpful. And I know they're just happy uh, that they can give back because of what fans we is all give we got them. yeah uh, fans is like it I'm telling you let them in Yo, like, fans is, the in. fan is what the people if nobody's watching my special streaming if nobody's watching the clips if nobody's saying hey watch this kid Paul Verzi his special was really good I'm excited for his next one or his right. next project then what do I have mm. absolutely you need them no you have nothing and it's like I really think the next level to it you know, is, is just finding ways to empower them along with the other people that you're making content with, you know? So something that I wanted, we were talking about this on the Patreon, but something that we're building here is a, I'm going to do a message board. Maybe it'll be through the Patreon. Maybe it'll be, I'm not exactly sure, but essentially we'll have a board, right? 
where you can list your skills. Okay. So it, you could do Photoshop, you could do drywall. It doesn't matter what you do. But if I need somebody, I'm going to go there first. Yeah. Now, I might, I might need a real estate agent. There isn't anybody there that can do it. Yeah. So, okay, you can't help me. Right. Right. But if I need drywall, yeah. I'm going to reach out to a guy that's part of this community first. Yeah. And if somebody else that listens to this podcast needs drywall, reach out to that guy first. Yeah. You know, give it a look. That's how you really create something. That's right. That's completely insulated. That's right. From, you create your own little economy. Yeah. Right. Everybody's giving. Everybody's helping out. Yo, and give my man a discount. Yeah. You know, if he fucks with you, why not? Give or hit him up with cash. You know, you figure some ways out. Yeah. But that's how you build something special. Absolutely. And that's how you build something that they can't take away from you. Right. I I think it's you know that's what we got to do. That's and what that's we're building here, man. The fucking it's the power given, man. I'm telling you. Once the comics in New York understand that, it's like I always tell comics, I'm like, yo, if you got a funny clip, give me that clip. I'll, I'll put it up. And then, like, some comics don't get it. They're like, well, are you, like, going to pay off of the revenue? I'm like, you really think I need your fucking $2? Yeah. Yeah. You really fucking think yeah, I yeah, need yeah, your yeah. $2, you fucking idiot? Yeah, yeah. I'm helping you yeah. get a clip that's quality so that when you go perform at Bananas yeah. and some guy YouTubes you, they see 500,000 views on a clip and they agree to go to your show. Yeah. Yeah. I don't care about this money that you... Well, that's why I think a lot... Of, that's an East Coast thing, too. I think a lot of East Coast guys have this, like, like, nah, man, I'm good. Like, I'm just letting yeah. me do me, you know? And and out there, it's more communal. It's pride. It's more communal. A lot of people do got pride, Yeah, it too, is. Man, it, like... it is. And, 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 and it was so hard. And I here's the other thing. It was so hard to get into these rooms, right? Yeah. It's so hard to get into the cellar. It's so hard to get... And you're in all these rooms. And you're, you're past in New York, and, like, you worked hard to get it. You kind of hold it close to you. Mm -hmm. and, 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 and I think out there, there's, like, two main clubs. Everybody's friends. And it's way more communal. Where here, it's like, I got my spots. I got this. I got that. And then that goes to it, too. There, there was something about that. There there's there's a scarcity of spots in the city. Yeah. And if you're not getting some that week, you're like, oh, who's getting Am I out? Am I this? And that. And it's like, that goes away. Yeah. Once you are financially set. Yeah. All that shit goes away. It, it's, you know, it's true. I was talking to Brett Ernst, who's so funny, man. Love Brett. Shout out to Brett. Move back to Ohio. Uh, dude, yeah, he's fucking tells stories. They me crying about his, his stepfather who passed, rest his soul. But tell me these great stories, right? And he goes, you guys in New York do this thing that I don't understand. And I said, what? And this goes to what you're saying. He goes, you guys go in the back of rooms and kind of do it like, he's like, I kind of noticed maybe almost like in a, like a, not a judging way, but you guys like watch each other. And he was right. Like we have this thing where we're like, where I think in LA, it's just this way more like, hey, that's my boy up there. Like that dude, you know, and I noticed when you mm. talk to them, oh, that's my boy. Oh, he's hilarious. Anyway, yeah, you're doing a podcast tomorrow. Where we're, we kind of like peek in like, yo, what's what's his name doing? You know, <laughs> like we have that competitive. It's a more of a competitive yeah. nod. That's just New Yorkers in general. You had a great I, bit about that. Yeah, no, no, you're it's, 100%. It's, it's, yeah, a, it's yeah. a East Coast trait, maybe. Two things, two things. Okay. It's, one is New Yorkers in general. Yeah. Absolutely right. But two. Yeah. You could make a living in New York. So the spot means something more than the spot. Yeah. In LA, you can't make a living doing stand-up at the store or the improv. You know, they're paying you a little $17 or something like just, that. And there's anyway. not enough spots to go around for everybody to eat. And even if there were, you, you're not going to make a living making 17 bucks at the, at the cellar, you make $100 a spot. You're doing five spots on a Friday, five spots on a Saturday. You're making 52 grand a year well, cash. Well, you're, you're paying your rent. and you, yeah. That's what I'm saying. You yeah, can you, get by yeah. in New York. You can't in LA. So once you stop being able to get by, right, it's like, 
okay, why? Why? I'm, he's not taking away my right food. Right. This was never food for me. Yeah. He might be taking away my my spot to work on my comedy, but I can maybe find another place to work on it. But sure. taking away your food, yeah, is a different thing. One hundred percent. That's maybe why we're more territorial in yeah, New York. It's like, oh, that guy got my food this week, right? That's why if I empower these comics enough, where they get their food outside of this, yeah, all of a sudden it's like, oh, he took away dessert. <laughs> you know what I mean? Right, but yeah. I got my meal. Yeah, I, that's what yeah. it is. What you just, I, first of all, I, I agree with everything you said. And second of all, the thing that you just said though about having money. If you have money, if you're financially sound, I want everybody coming up. But when I'm still trying to get mine, I got to get mine. And that's that's the mentality, you know. Because if I'm sitting on 10 million right now and I have resources, I want everybody. Yeah. And I get that. And and I think you know you got to lift people up. So I agree. It's a tough thing to realize, and you don't realize that money doesn't make you happy until you have money. Yeah. Every rich person says money doesn't make you happy. Every poor person says, "Man, I'm gonna be happy once I get some money." Yeah. <laughs> right. So yeah. it's it's one of these things you don't realize. I got humbled, like. I posted the other day, but like the greatest thing that happened to me in the industry was finding out that they weren't going to give me anything. That literally every part of the stand-up industry was not going to give me anything. And I think the post that I said is something, but it was like, I be I became nothing. Okay. And because in my mind, I viewed them letting me do stand-up as something. Right. And when all the doors closed, it was like, okay, I'm nothing. And then I got comfy. Mm -hmm. I had no ego. So from nothing comes everything because yeah. now you can't take anything away from me. Yeah, yeah. I'm comfy down here. It's humble. It's humbling. It humbles you. Yeah. And then it gives you all the power to do whatever you want. It's like, oh, oh, I don't need that. Right. And then people are like, oh, you, you know, you're brave saying these bits right now in this climate. And it's yeah. like, no, no, I'm comfy. I'm in the jail in Dark Knight Rises. Like, I'm comfy in the dark. I'm Bane. Mm. You, you know what I mean? Like, I'm I was, i ready for this. I needed to be put there to be ready for and it. And I'll give you a perfect example of what you're saying. You know, before before I'll Say This came out, before my special got released on Comedy Central, I'd go on podcasts and I would go places. And I had to watch my mouth. I had to watch my mouth. And this was when people were getting taken out. Yeah. What did he say on that podcast? Oh, so-and-so's not where. Oh, he said that. Oh, did he say? So I, had, I was literally, people like, watch what you do. Your special Comedy Central is a major comedy network, and they're going to put your content out there. Right. If you say some shit mm -hmm. that they can't be behind, <laughs> and I'm literally sitting there worried, going like, I worked real hard for that, and I'm yeah. working on the new hour now, but that's coming out. And what's going to happen if Sorry. I say something? And I would literally be on podcasts, and I would hear shit being said. Like, nope, not touching some, it. You'd hear some racist or homophobic, even as jokes. Yeah. But I'm yeah, sitting yeah. here going, wait a minute, man. I got, I got a check that's coming. <laughs> I got a check that's coming that I I got a little boy and a little girl and mm. I want to go on tour and all of a sudden so and you start to worry so what you're saying is and and it's true when they when when they can't because part of me wanted to be released of those you weren't chains. comfy in the darkness no I, I was in chains a little bit and there were things I wanted to get out and say opportunity and, and, and is and a listen, chain not that I'm gonna not that I'm gonna say something stupid like oh, that's the other thing I but you just but you, you have, have the freedom but, but, to do but what it's you like got, you know what it's like you, you know what it's like it's like you know, you jerk off in a, in a, in a, in a hotel bathroom. Oh, but yeah. I don't know. Like, that's, that's a weird. That's yeah, a weird. Yeah, yeah. No, but if I mean, there's cameras, okay. on, if there's cameras, like there were cameras on you, right? Yeah. You're gonna do now. Jerking off is a normal. Thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But all of a sudden, your cameras, people, like it's like, yeah. Yeah, yeah, like, wait, why did he do yeah, that yeah, with the towel? You know what I mean? Something like that. Yeah, yeah. I want to just be free to jerk. 
Yeah, is yeah. what I'm saying. Yeah. And I have a special coming. I can't. I got chains on. Yes. And I'm like, and what do? I, and then I would leave the. I would leave a show and go. Was that okay when I said? And then I would have to talk to people. Was yeah. that okay? And then people. Paul, Every what tweet, you you're like, what, uh, what do you, Paul? What do you think? I was on shows. I was on shows. And Paul, what do you think of Louis? This is when people started protesting. Paul, what do you think of Louis going back to the cellar or working? What do you think? And Hero. I'm sitting there going. And I'm sitting here going like. Can I say what I want to say? Yeah. And I said what I wanted to say. And I said, like, look, man, this guy could eat. This guy's, you know, I said, of course, this is a This guy has no criminal charge. Yes, yeah, he's yeah. a great comic. Yes. And and people afterwards, like, yo, are you okay with that being? Are you okay with that being said? There are people protesting. Yeah. And I had to think about that. Yeah. So the freedom he's talking about is real, where it's like, look, I'm going to say what the fuck I want to say. And I'm going to be honest, because listen, I'm not malicious. I'm not racist. I'm not yes. homophobic. I may say a racist joke, a homophobic joke, yeah. something stupid. Stupid. Yeah. I don't mean I'm it's a joke. School shootings. It's a bit. School shootings. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Mm. Maybe it hurts me so much that that's where my mind goes. Because I have OCD. Yeah. Right? Gilbert Godfrey, what did he say? After that tsunami, his wife said he cried. He cried when a hundred thousand people are floating dead. Yeah. What did he do? A very distasteful fucking tweet <laughs> about it. Yeah. And he even said in the documentary, he did it because that was where his mind went. I have yeah. kids. I don't want to when I see kids at school get shot. Where does your mind go? But the comedian in me goes, find light in that. Yes. And do it. Well, that's why we have comedy. And that's why you have comedy. And, and so these, that's why the shit you're doing on your special and stuff like that is, is what you, real you need talk, to say it. These motherfuckers that try to cancel that type of comedy, they try to cancel it because they don't need it. Yeah. Like, their lives are pretty good. They don't need it. Right? So they don't feel what we felt Right, exactly. Yeah, so yeah. they're like, since they don't need it, they don't understand how therapeutic it is. Like the gas builds up in us, yeah. right? And it bursts pipes if you don't let it go. You gotta fart. You gotta fart, bro. <laughs> yeah. So like, real talk. Real, I was talking to Soder about this. Dan Soder, hilarious comic, and he was talking about how like, like you know, he's had some horrible things happen to him in his childhood, and he's like, this is how I learned to deal with them. Yeah. You can't take this away from me. Yeah. Like, I wouldn't be here if I didn't have this. Yeah. So all, yeah. it's a weird thing when you have people who don't need relief yeah. telling you that you don't need it or telling you how to cope with it. Or, or even telling me what I what they think I am. Right. You don't know fucking me. Right. You don't know. Facts. You don't know that my family, how my upbringing was, yeah. the shit that happened with my mom and my dad, my yeah. relationship with my dad, which is cool, but yeah. you don't know all of the things that made me want to make people laugh and be accepted. And, and my mental issues, whether it would be with OCD or depression and all the things that I would battle, right? Right. You don't know that. But I came up with that shooting joke. I closed my special with it and we were worried. We were, we weren't, we weren't worried. Like right. we were, we don't care. Right. But we were like, what's going to happen? What's the reaction? And people yeah. just were like, oh man, like he just was honest. He talked about that was his thought and that's it. And people, reasonable people know, of course, who's pro, nobody's pro that. Nobody's pro people getting shot in, in, in mass numbers. Right. But you, you know, you make a joke about it. Well, the shooter. Well, <laughs> <laughs> there's, there's one guy. <laughs> He's the most pro about it. What do you think about it? <laughs> it was his intent. Yeah. But, uh, He's out there like, exactly why do they keep dying? <laughs> but point is, yeah, man, there is value in nothing, man. And often it is the most value. And it's scary to go there. But the reason it's scary to go there is because you haven't gotten comfortable at nothing. That was right. the thing that happened to me is I got comfortable at nothing. Yeah. I go, I go, okay, I can operate this and I can accept here. And the only thing I'm going to do after this moment 
is stay true to the game, is stay true to comedy. I never asked for anything. I never asked for a special. I never asked for anybody to come see me. I never asked for anything. All I did was focused on comedy and the content. And oddly enough, or maybe not oddly, but like the comedy community and like the comedy fans started rallying around me. Yeah. And I think they knew it. They were like, oh shit, he's being pure to this. Yeah. He's not doing this to get a deal. He's not doing it. He truly just loves it. Mm. It's and it's odd how that fucking funny, works that way. It's funny how it happens, right? It's funny <sighs> when, when I when I had to turn down comedy dynamics and everybody was like, "What?" Yeah. And I couldn't tell you the amount of people that hit me up saying, "Good for you. I can't believe way to stand your ground." People came out of the woodwork, way to stand your ground. They rallied behind it because they realized it was like, if I would have done that, that's the easy thing, right? Yeah. That's the quick money, right? That's that's the easy thing. It's right there. My special's right there. So I could have done it their way. My special would have been buried. It wouldn't have gotten on a network. I would have had to fight for it, it you know, and, and I wouldn't have got the, I, nothing would have been right, but I would have been able to say, oh, I have a special out there, but that's not how I want it. And I had to walk from it and look, mm -hmm. everything, everything worked out, you know? So there it is. God bless. Yeah. All right. Tell us why baseball is important. <laughs> I wouldn't say, I wouldn't go as, I wouldn't go yeah. as far as yeah. to say baseball is important. As yeah. a matter of fact, the last, you like baseball. Three we don't like baseball. Oh, we, we don't like the this Yankees. This is the thing. Yeah. Gonna, Kaz has you. put this so beautifully. <laughs> he has this, again, way with words. Yes. Thank you. Appreciate that. That's the other, another article. <laughs> we hate baseball. Love the Yankees. Yes. We're so, not baseball fans. We're Yankee fans. We're not baseball fans. <laughs> Please, dude. Kaz, we have two articles already. They're hey, ready to go. Uh, they, they said they said There's whenever a you got something. Why. So. <laughs> they said what? They said whenever you got something, let us have it. Let's so do it like, weekly, right, okay? Yeah. Uh, so, Cass yeah. said we we hate baseball, love the Yankees. Okay, it is a thing that's been kind of grandfathered into us, probably through hip hop. Mm -hmm. When you see all your favorite hip hop artists wearing a Yankee hat, you start to think maybe I should wear a Yankee hat. I should mm -hmm. love the it's Yankees. It's like a wealth symbol. It's like a status symbol. It's a little you know status symbol. Like, it's it's an identity thing. Yeah. It's like that hat doesn't say Yankees on it. The hat says New York. New York, right? right. Exactly. So for <laughs> right. us, it's like this is how I show you where I'm from. This is my flag. Yeah. That's our New York flag. Yeah, yeah. Right? No, it's true. That's true. It's but like McDonald's, Nike, like the Yankees. Yes. Dude, it's you know like when like, like black dudes just... in LA wear the Kings jersey. Yeah. It's like we know you're not watching hockey. Ice <laughs> yeah. There's no fucking way. You yeah. just rep LA and you like them colors. Yeah. So there's a couple. Or purple's a... the only color that won't get you killed in LA. That's the reason why they. <laughs> well, fuck, that's the will. reason why they fuck with the with the hockey team. Purple, Every, purple. You gotta purple. Go like, purple. Say what? Yeah, Those are Crips. Yeah, yeah. Purple. Yeah. Yeah. You gotta go like teal. Yeah, Grape Street. Like you gotta go like guys with the gangs. Yeah, yeah. You gotta leave us some neutral colors out here. You know, it's gonna look like pleasant. Everybody's gotta just walk around naked. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't trying to get up to that. I need to get to work. <laughs> you have the clothes at the job. <laughs> His underwear, socks, everything. <laughs> Naked people walking with a tie till they get there. All right, we're going to take a break for a second, pay some bills out over here, get our balls right, okay? Get them pubes right. Fellas, you can't have your pubes looking all scraggly, uh -uh. okay? Can't have your dick looking like a playoff beard. Uh-uh. All right? You need to have your shit trimmed, nice, ready to go. So you're going to head over to manscaped.com. 
Okay. Give your balls a taper. Give your balls that taper, that bro. Be, that should be the cat with the cat. I need Real that. I need your balls I taper. my balls the other day. Fast. <laughs> yeah. Ooh, ouch. Really? Ouch. Yo, and, and do you use the same razor you let me use? Yeah. Because wow. that shit is mad sharp. Wait, 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 no, wait, I wait, cut wait, my wait, throat with son, that shit. Y'all share a razor? Yeah, but he said he put this the blue guy. stuff on it, so this it makes oh, it good. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You put on your balls first, and then you put on his face. Yeah, pretty much. And I went raw doggy on the face. I didn't even use the clipper shit. Not even the lube. No, I'm talking about that clipper thing that goes on top of it. Plastic? I didn't put the plastic. Oh, I went straight raw. Son, I went raw. <laughs> I went raw. Cut my throat, okay, son. Back to- <laughs> Gave myself gonorrhea from Alex's motherfucking <laughs> razor, dog. Anyway, manscaped.com. You got all of that shit taken care of. Manscaped.com. Use the offer code flagrant. You get 20% off plus free shipping. All right? We're not playing around out here, okay? If you in the army, you don't got to buzz the top of your head. But you got to buzz them balls right. You got to have them pubes looking right, okay? Asshole army, rep it. Make sure you look nice. Take control of your life. It's literally the thing I do when I'm depressed. The first thing I do, <laughs> before I clean my house, I clean my balls dead ass. I swear to God in my life. And I realize what it is. It's, it's, it's taking a little bit of control in your life when you feel like you don't have any control. And the next thing I do is <laughs> I clean a my house. Part of it, a weird part of me respects that. It makes sense. I'm telling it. you, feel better. You it. shave it. You feel better. You feel sexy. You feel like girls want to suck your dick now. <laughs> Real talk. That's how I feel right after I shave and trim my balls. I feel like girls want to suck my dick. Mm-hmm. So go to manscaped.com and get yourself a nice kit to have your balls feeling good so girls want to suck your dick. <laughs> they got body washes, razors, deodorants, uh, moisturizers, the whole thing. Okay, your shit going to look sleek, tapered. Sleek meat. Mm, sleek meat. Sleek Give meat. Give your balls a fade. <laughs> get on their website and get yourself the perfect package 2.0. That has everything to maintain them cock and balls, okay? Manscaped.com. Remember, 20% off anything you buy plus free shipping. Just use the promo code flagrant. It's going right to your door. Manscaped.com. The promo code is flagrant, all right? Make sure you do it. Make sure you look. What is it again, Kaz? You got that what? That sleek meat. Sleek get meat. Get that sleek meat. Give right, your balls a fade. Give your balls a fade. Let's get back to the show. So here's the problem with baseball. So I just got back into baseball. Uh, Two years ago. Okay. So I was out. I was out. I was Ooh, done. I was why? done. I was mm. done. I was tired of it. I was tired with the Yankees infield being worth, you know, 300 million. I was tired of the steroids. Yeah. I was tired of it. It just, you know, and anybody that says the steroids doesn't matter is not paying attention. It does matter because it matters on history and it matters by achievement. And what do we argue on? We, we argue about achievement. Absolutely. Right? We argue about if, if somebody dunked from the, you know, foul line in a game and then you found out he was injecting something in his calves for him to do that, you you got to tell people, yeah, no, that's not real. It sucks for the game. It right. just does. Mm-hmm. Um, so either everybody could use it or it's banned, which it should be. That's how I look at it. Right. But, you know, Yankees had Teixeira, A-Rod, Jeter, Cano, all that money, people getting killed, people not, I mean, uh, people getting uh, killed people with get the steroids. Oh, yeah, I was about yeah. to say, God damn. Yeah, no. people, people, people getting killed with the steroids and the thing, 50 games out, his career's over, done. I was just like, this sucks, and I was away. Then, then all of a sudden, the Yankees got the new team. I saw Aaron Judge. I was I watched him. He seemed like a pure kid, right? Mm. But then what really was crazy, and I, I, Tell all of your listeners, I tell you guys, I don't know if you saw the documentary Fastball. Did you see it? I haven't seen it. Okay, the documentary Fastball is most one of the most gangster things I've ever seen in sports because there's things that can be improved, okay, with sports. Okay, here's what can't be improved. Arm strength and speed. It, you can only max. So now when somebody gets a 40-yard dash, mm-hmm. right, somebody gets a 40-yard dash, get 4 2 2 
four two flat will be. You're gonna. It used to be. You know, when when we were kids. You know, guys looked like our uncles, right? You ever see the shoulder pads when Joe Montana played? Yeah. They were bigger. They weren't They weren't really fast. And, you know, like a, guy, a guy getting under five was like, oh, he's yeah. a four nine. Now it's four two. It's going to probably go to four. You're probably going to get somebody, yeah. you know, Dion was the first one. Deion Sanders was the first the, yeah. one to make it look like, wow, that guy's got like video game speed, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, and dude. there were certain people like that. Dude, Emma Smith looked like the Kanye what? little pump video. <laughs> yeah. What can't be improved upon yeah. from like Walter Johnson to Nolan Ryan, they break down all of the guys and they have the greatest hitters in history talking about it. Okay. All of them were talking <laughs> about how the ball does things that just only a handful of men have ever been able to do. When Nolan Ryan threw a 105-mile-an-hour fastball, the batter said it looked like a fucking aspirin coming at him, right? <laughs> and these guys say, now you're, when your eye blinks, when, you're at the, when your eye blinks from the pitcher's hand to that, is your eye blink. So now you have to guess. Your brain can't, over you one can't of, your brain can't, your brain can't comprehend. Your brain can't comprehend the timing of what he's doing. So it's a chess match. So when I watch that doc and I realize that these are some of the baddest, like this is, it's one of, it's, it's the hardest thing to do. Who's the, Who's this is gonna be great? You're gonna love this. Ready? Who's the biggest, most fierce competitor that you've you've ever seen? Any sport? Yeah, in any sport, pretty much, or, or one of them. We, we mentioned him today. Who's who's Saint Jordan? Oh, Jordan. Jordan. Okay. Jordan. Okay. Maybe what, Floyd. What did he Jordan. fail at? He failed at baseball. Yeah, yeah. Okay. He failed at baseball. Now that guy used to fucking get upset when his kid beat him in Monopoly. Yeah. <laughs> okay. This guy was. You want to talk about Kobe drinking wine? This yeah. kid Jordan. They said was if he lost a card game on an airplane would lose his shit. He couldn't. So now he dedicates his life to a game where he was bad. What? 240-something, failing, couldn't do it. These guys, the timing, what they do. So then I started watching these young Yankees come, and I'm like, man, this is... This guy's coming up from the minors. This is fucking dope, man. And you know what? Here's the other thing. I slowed down as a human being a little bit. I don't need to see the fast break dunk all the time. Uh, I can sit back and put my feet up and go, you know what? Yeah. My kids are going to sleep. My wife is sleeping. I got nothing to do. This guy's supposed to be a good pitcher. Aaron Judge is hot right now. Let me watch the Yankee game tonight. Mm. And I just sit down on my couch and I watch. I'm like, this is dope. It gave me something to do. It gave me three hours of peace. Also, how it's a chess match of righty, lefty, take this guy to the pen. So I'm not going to say it's the greatest, but if if you want my argument, it's that. And I think if you watch fastball and you watch, I, I also had uh, Fred McGriff. give us some appreciation. I'll, I'll appreciate it more I had when Fred, I'm washed. I had Fred McGriff. <laughs> <laughs> I'll appreciate it more when I'm washed. Like, when I can sit down, yeah. it's not as loud. When your body you know? looks like the baseball players, you're like, okay, <laughs> I relate to these guys. Yeah, like yeah. It's a, it's a, it's a I had Fred, you, you know Fred McGriff. You remember Fred McGriff? Yeah, I remember Fred McGriff, yeah. Fred McGriff was on my podcast, the, the crime dog. Nice. Yeah, yeah, Atlanta yeah. Braves? Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Atlanta yeah. Braves. He had 493 homers. Yeah. Seven, right. seven shy of 500. Had him on my podcast. And we were talking. And he goes, man, what you guys don't understand is when we're on our way to the ballpark for a World Series, and it's the biggest thing. Everyone's going to be watching it. I know I got Randy Johnson pitching against me. He goes, all I'm thinking about is this guy can hit me in the head and kill me. And he goes, and when I come up to the plate, he goes, I got to act like I'm good. I got to act like fucking I'm going to hit. He goes, all I'm thinking about is if the, this guy's going to hit me because this guy can kill me with a 99-mile fastball. And and sometimes he wants to buzz. They want to buzz. The pitcher wants to buzz. buzz him. Yeah. They, want, they want to go past your nose and you feel that and you just do that. And he goes, I'm thinking about that. I got kids and shit. And and I was telling him, I was like, what's the cool story about, you know, when you with you and the catcher? And he goes, once he goes, I always killed the Detroit Tigers. He goes, I always killed them. So one time the catcher just started telling me what was coming. And he goes, I thought he was fucking with me. He was telling the truth. He goes, yo, dude, they're throwing you a fast one. <laughs> and I was like that. And, and it, yeah, he was just telling me really cool stuff. But he said, he said the chess match between a pitcher and yeah. a batter 
is really, really so, fucking so much on another level than we, we take it for granted. Millennials gonna take it for granted. Here's when the you thing. watch James Harden step of course, back of course, and throw of course. a rainbow. Yeah. But, but if you really appreciate what you're appreciating what you're seeing with a man throwing 102 miles an hour yeah. and somebody has a blink of an eye time, a blink of an eye and has to go, I think a curveball's coming so I'm gonna wait an extra beat and then do it. That's dope to me. And so I just here's, got into it. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. I think what you're talking about is the marketing of the sport. I think baseball, right. because it was grandfathered in, they didn't have to market it, right? Yes. The whole time it was like, oh, people are going to watch. It's baseball. It's America's sport. It's America's sport. game. They exactly. didn't teach us how to watch baseball, mm. right? And I started putting this together when I would would uh, talk to my my friends that like kick football, which we call uh, soccer. soccer. We call kick football here, right? <laughs> when they would watch soccer, my European friends, right? They'd be like, "You have to understand, okay? The joy of watching soccer comes from the almost goal. It's tension and then almost really. It's honestly like how girls enjoy fucking. You know, it's like." <laughs> like it, you know when they go like I didn't come but it was still felt good it's yeah. like that's soccer you well, know Gian, what I mean Gian, 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 Giannis has a bit about does it he, he do blue balls yeah 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 yeah, yeah. it's like you're but, waiting you're waiting yeah yeah but like for, but they it's like it like whereas like, oh, that was a great game but for Americans right we look we look at that and we're like we have blue balls but for Europeans they look at that sex like the girl like oh it was, it was really nice I mean I would have liked to come but I liked. <laughs> The almost coming feeling for a while. Yeah. We can't conceptualize that, right? Because yeah, we have dicks nut. and we need a nut, need right? A nut. Yeah, yeah. So, so when it comes to baseball, I think Major League Baseball needs to do two things. One, market like the thing you described, which is what everybody describes with playoff baseball. You market the pitcher and their battle against the hitter. They've always marketed the hitting. Look at that home run go. Yeah. Look at that, you know, base it. Look at that, whatever like that. No, 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 no. Yeah. More often than not, they don't hit. So tell me why that is fun. Stop marketing yeah. 25% of the game. Market the 75% when the pitcher outduels Here the you hitter. Go. That's not as and, exciting, and you know what? But, how, but what if we could market it like soccer, which is yeah. a, a long kick and an almost goal is not exciting, but they found a way mm. to get get them into it. And playoff baseball, I know the stakes are higher, obviously, but playoff baseball, we get into that pitching duel. Yeah, when, right? the, when it's playoff season, like the pitchers get most right. of the shine. You get into the pitching duel and the commercials are about, yeah. hey, it's going to be this guy versus Aaron Judge yes. and who's going to win. But mm. what, are they, what are they always advertising? They're always advertising home run derby, right? Yeah. yeah. Home run derby. What if you had pitchers have targets? These guys could put a, these guys could throw, Love it. what if you did, what if you had pitchers, you know, I know the, the risk, but 10 targets, yeah. Love it. points, and then who's ever the most accurate with the targets. That would be huge. Then a speed off. Have guys just have to throw 10 balls who could get it up the to highest. the highest something like that make people go oh my god that get is people into the part of the game yeah. that dominates 75% of it no, what is every uh playoff not even playoff what is every highlight on ESPN it's somebody sliding for a catch in the outfield mm. fuck that yeah. that's not the majority of the game yeah. market that pitching duel market the market the setup like when you show the highlights show him going inside getting him to back up and then just painting the corner of the plate I yeah. think it's a technology thing too that could be like, it baseball is such an old sport that most of the highlights of the game is shit that simple like oh it's a diving catch right. I can I can understand that athletically what that means to somebody who just watched somebody do like a 360 dunk or a diving right. catch in the in the NFL or something like that. With baseball, I think it needs to come like it needs to come back to 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 finding some sort of technology that you can see just how difficult it is to hit a certain fucking area or this certain, a good point. Yeah, like 
It's like when they had the streak. Cameras in the no. Remember when they had the streak with the hockey puck and yeah. how that changed watching Bro, hockey? Like yeah. the NFL, it's broadcast. It's it's documented somewhere that. NFL broadcast went up when they started putting like first down line, first down line. Yep, you know what I'm saying like I'm proud. I have no evidence to back it up, but I'm pretty sure tennis shit started getting up when they had to have the fucking the telestrator shit where, shows where the ball where the ball yep. was in and out and all that type of shit. And I think baseball is still such an old time old fellas game that the technology of 2020. Hasn't really caught up with the sport. Some and networks are trying to pinpoint what the guy did and like where he did paint the corner. They're trying they do to the do the replay. It. Yeah, right? they'll have like have the this. hot zone Check and this. shit. Like Check NFL this. and Foxes do like a good job of it. Where like if it was over ninety, like the They'd ball will it. turn red and but, shit. Okay, so check this, right? What if you know how they do the replay where they show how the pitch went, right? Mm. I think they should follow the ball with a streak so that you see it real time. You see the curve and how close. It gets it. Like, show, you got to make me feel the fear that, that McGriff felt. Yeah. When a curveball is well, coming from behind you. Yeah, but not real time. They do it on the re- replay. On the replay, right. What right, 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 I'm saying, right. like, when a curveball from Randy yeah, Johnson real time specifically. Would be, real time that would be. You so, know, so you know Chris, baseball, oh, sorry, you Chrissy go. D was telling me, Chris Stefano yeah, yeah. was telling me that he, when he did that show for MLB, yeah. Mariano, who is, to me is the greatest pitcher, I mean, is the yeah. best, the robot, mm-hmm. pinpoint anything. And he was he was fucking with Chrissy. He's going, dude, I can, I can make it go to, you know, nip your nose, don't, you know, and Chris was fucking with him and Chris went in the box and he said he was joking with him and he let Chris get a couple. And then he said he got serious. And and Chris said, I was ready for it. I had my thing up. I was watching. He said the ball literally went crazy. He just told it at Giannis's wedding. He said the he the ball was coming to his nose and he went back in complete shock. Strike. And then he said it, it, it was crisp in the middle. Of it. And it's like, that's, that's the shit that a millennials not appreciate. No, yeah, that's, yeah, that's yeah, yeah. but that is ridiculous. And there's like 40 dudes who can do that. Yeah. There's 40 men who can do that. You know what I mean? Like hitting a three is great, dunking is great. That's something. But these guys, this is like a, this is a different type of game, man. This is a chess match. This is like throw, you know, old time. Market the pitching. Fucking rock at a stick. Hit it with you a know, stick. You know what baseball needs? A Tony Romo. Yeah. Oh, yeah. someone who could explain it. Because good when, point. You, when you explain the intricacy of the batter pitcher relationship, yeah. that shit was compelling. But yeah, kids don't mm. give a shit, though. Kids but, are like. But that's it, also on MLB, right? What I'm right. saying is MLB, and I think, Kaz, you made a great point, which is MLB is trying to find the athletic highlights that match basketball, yeah, football, Yeah, because they're, they're not competing with other baseball. They're competing with other sports. They're competing with a first-round knockout. They're competing with a, exactly. a touchdown. But if you can't arm. compete with them because we know it's not as exciting, don't. The only Change thing that's exciting the thing is home runs. Put, yeah, but that's the I'm, only thing we could... So, so then put some home runs because those are fun, but the majority of your thing, have a pitcher painting the plate. Have yeah. that POV angle where you see the ball come from behind the batter and then yeah. cross through and he stood in there. Yeah. I mean, like, all right. So make us feel that, the fear. Knowing all that, that like you, you, you say you, you, you're against steroids. Yeah. Knowing all that, like, no, he's not against them if everyone's using them. Okay, it's either or, right? It's either an e- even playing field with everybody, or yeah. it's banned. And, and that, that was my whole thing with baseball the whole time. Like, that's why I didn't really think steroids were, were that big of a deal to me. Because, like, yo, it's still so fucking hard. Like Barry Bonds, without the steroids, is still a Hall of Famer because right. he was just so fucking good at hitting that baseball. Yes, that. What's a few? What's being a little no, but, stronger but, but, gonna? But, have to because do? it's not that. You know what it is? It's not that. It's it's their their eyes 
their eyes in it. Like everything is, they don't get hurt. Mm. They don't get hurt. Barry Bonds. That's had the a biggest tour. thing. Barry Bond. Barry Bonds had like a t- like a tear, <clears throat> and yeah. that HGH. That's why Andy Pettit said he did. That HGH goes away. So a normal guy back in the <coughs> fucking forties or fifties, the manager goes, "Dude, you're out for two days. Mm. Go sit down because you, you're limping around." Now this guy's all jacked up. That little tear is nothing. nothing. Everything is enhanced. They say you feel. What's his name? The kid. Um. Oh my God. Who was the guy with the the white kid with corn rolls on? Uh, he was on the. Oh my God, Arroyo, Bronson Arroyo. He was on the, the Red Sox and then he went to the um, the the Reds. He was saying that he felt like he could run through walls. You feel everything is enhanced. So you're just up there and you're just a jacked, everything is Recovery is the biggest thing, and, and I think, recovery. for your argument. Because yeah, yeah. imagine you had to miss 12 games a year. Right. And imagine you're hitting a home run every other game, which is what Bonds was doing at one point. Yeah. Almost, right? It's like, okay, that's six less home runs. Now imagine you have to miss 25. Right. Now imagine for 40 of the games, you just weren't feeling that good. You had a strain, but you were in there. Yeah. You're literally not having those down games. You're yeah. not having the Trey Young situation where, yeah, he was just injured at the end of his college yeah. career, so it affected him. No, you're back, You're snapping back. Great for an athlete, but a very unfair advantage if you're going to compare to the guys who are taking those games off. Yeah, 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 I know. And, and think about this. There's been like eight men in the world who's ever thrown over over 105, 106. And one of them's on the They're Yankees. They're not marketing. And one, and one of them's on the Yankees right now. Yeah. Aroldis Chapman, he he threw, it clocked in Cincinnati. He threw 105. 105 yeah. And everybody, the, 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 announcer, their the announcer couldn't believe it. Yeah. Now, no kid, now, if my son and me were watching it, my son Lucas is not, he would be like, and it, well, he loves the Yankees. Mm-hmm. So he likes baseball and stuff. He likes Bryce Harper. And I think it's coming back, guys like Mike Trout. But he watched that. He sees Aroldis Chapman throw 105 and he's like, Dad, that guy's on our team. That's mm. it. Let's go to the stadium. And then guess what? Little kid sees Aroldis Chapman coming out of the bullpen going, that's one of the hardest throws to ever live and it's not a technology thing with the arm because Walter Johnson in the fucking 40s did so that's the thing so these this handful of guys that could do it has nothing to do with technology it has nothing to do with lifting weights there are certain men who could just do that and I think that that's not marketed the right way they're not marketing the pitching that's bro. not marketed they the right got way. it I think you made a great point you market the pitching and just how fucking unique this ability is it, it's it's insane it, it's it's like a, just it's, listen to them talk about it right now no, I'm, not, I'm initially because, like, because, because, right. because yeah. not throwing I mean, I'm never watching baseball but yeah. I, I, <laughs> into you talking about throw it. it. Tell throw me about it. the game. Imagine throwing 105, and, and but you can hit this. That's it's the thing. Unreal. Like, so if I threw as hard as I can, and let's say it got to 80, it would be fuck to, to just pinpoint it with a professional yeah. hitter that you have to dodge his bat with. That yeah, is yeah. crazy to me. Mm. So, we need to get yeah that that'd be an interesting combo like the one you had about McGriff. But like I would love to hear. I'd love a sit down. ESPN steal this idea. I want to sit down with two retired athletes like Mariano and. Ortiz, you know, or something like that. I want two guys that would go at each other and how they dueled. Explain the duel, market the duel, right? Yeah. Like, so, so for example, oh, I know you like to, I know you like to choke up and I know you don't like swinging on first pitch. Show us, like they said, Greg Maddox would study the entire lineup and with data, what they swing on, how they do it. And he was just trying to outsmart every single person. Like, I want to see the, the, the hitter try to outsmart. And I want to see the picture and I want them to talk about it. Break that shit down. Like the inside joke show for comedy, like how we break down jokes. Yeah. What This is your craft. Break it down. How are you tricking this guy? Yeah. Because you know if you throw it down the pipe, he's hitting it. Yeah. <laughs> you got to get over right. here. Right. But the common person just thinks, oh, if it's too fast, you can't get around on it. And then the other person. On top of that, you got your certain batters who could like sit there and battle in the box with you and foul it off. Foul them off. Ten straight times until they finally. Boy, for two guys that don't like baseball, I got them talking. No, you did a great job because I'm convinced. No, you 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 made you you tapped into our competitive instinct. Yeah. Yeah. 
you made it a boxing match. Because ba- you're right. The, it's a fucking baseball, boxing match. Baseball, they make baseball about the home run. And it's they, the worst. They, they make baseball about the home run. They make it about the diving catch. Yeah. They make it about the robbed home run. And all that's I'll tell you, one of the coolest things in baseball, and they and they used to highlight it a lot more, but I love a stolen base. A stolen, yeah. a stolen base when, when Ricky would do it. Now it's like, it's kind of like an afterthought. Like they don't even talk about it but that much. But that's how we grew up as kids. I mean, I, you had the Henderson glove, of course. Mm-hmm. And like, yeah, yeah, we I had grew, that yeah. age. Hen- like, I loved Henderson. Yeah. There hasn't been a big, the steel and bases is not like remember no. the 40 40 club a guy hit 40 home runs yeah you know there's not that but um you know i think baseball i hopefully baseball comes back because it's a dope three hours if you got nothing to do and that's another thing it's fucking long so if you are into it yeah like anytime i go to a baseball game like we're barely paying attention to the game oh it's like, wet it's all about weather yeah, it's, yeah one yeah. the weather and two like it's a it's it's a great drunk sport <laughs> you can go there. Not a lot is happening. Not a lot so is you, happening. Yeah, exactly. And when shit's happening, well, now you everybody everybody knows well, now. They, they sped it up, now. right? They they yeah. And a lot of pitchers aren't happy, but the pitchers are on a clock now. So right. so so the so not it's and, like a shot and, clock. and they stopped it. So you can only have I think six uh, mound visits. Gotcha. So you only get six mound visits. I believe it's six during the game or six or eight, whatever. But then that's it. And now the pitcher is basically on a shot clock. Really? So when, once I he like throws that. it back, I like that. Yeah. Once the once the catcher throws it back to the pitcher, he'll see a big, and you'll see it too. There's going to be a timer right there. That start and this he's year. Get the, and it starts this year. Wow. And uh, I remember one of them. Uh, who's the the guy on the Yankees? Uh, the the Asian kid. Uh, uh Mets. No. No. Uh, the, what the, the dude, uh, uh, the pitcher, right? Hero. Oh my God! What the f- uh, Pokemon? <laughs> <laughs> Was that, is that Pokemon? Was that, is that something Pokemon? I forget his name. <laughs> no, no, I don't. Tanaka. Tanaka. So yeah, Tanaka's yeah. not. Tanaka's I was thinking Hideki Matsui. T- that was another yeah, yeah. Uh, Yankee, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. Abdeki rest his soul. Yeah. Are we just naming Japanese people? No, <laughs> the guy down the street. <laughs> but uh, he's not happy with. It. There's a pitchers that aren't happy with it because yeah. now because they think it could make because they're probably routine. They have there's a lot of there's a lot of OCD in baseball. Yes, there's a lot of this and that yes. routine and have to do this. You remember like with the glove and do yes. This. Yeah. So now these guys Fixing are gonna have to, these each. guys yes, are gonna yes, be yeah. on a clock. So it should be fun. But um, you know, look, NFL for me is number one, and but baseball is definitely. And I'm just not a hockey guy, so. All right, you know, maybe we should, maybe we should, you know how like uh, Rogan and them do like the, um, the watching the the fight live that's like a fight yeah. cast or something like that. Maybe when baseball season comes around, we sit down with Verzi yeah. and uh, we watch. Break us down a pitching duel. No, we watch or a game, game together. We oh, all yeah. sit down and watch the game together. Oh, and we Stax do one Saturday of the live come, things. Stax is coming too, man. Boom. I'll tell you about that. No, it's yeah. sick. No, if we flagrant got, game if nights. We got seats. Right on the because there are seats at Yankee Stadium where like you could see the ball. That'd be nuts if we were able to video and us talk about the duel. Oh, that'd be interesting. And then now we're, now we're now we're but now you need a, you need like a you need like a pro like whatever. Yeah, camera. but that would be sick. I would fucking. Anyway, we'll figure it out. That's oh, a good yeah. that's a good little situation. Um, hey man, so so Paul right now is uh is hilarious hilarious comic. He's going on tour, and yes. if he's coming to your city, if he hasn't already convinced you that he's funny, uh, I will do my best to do that right now he is he is a hilarious comic no, he's thanks, a comic man. i well, really I enjoy watching <laughs> and he's you're going on this tour you're going you're doing all the improvs in the yeah doing the improvs country, across the country pretty much yep starting the end of march and uh yo go check paul out man what's yeah. your website where can paul, they get uh all the dates and all the uh updates are uh, on paulverzi.com just go to the show's page and there's also a poster a tour date poster on instagram right now Paul v-i-r-z-i so you can see that yo go check him out if he's in your city man take your shorty with you uh, or just take the squad 
And then after the show, man, let them know that you came out from uh, from Flavoring Two, man. I love when people right. hear that. Uh, hear that they're getting support from this podcast. It makes oh, me really I appreciate happy. It. I'll man. do that, man. Too. Yeah, I'll absolutely. take pictures with your. Yo, do that, yeah, man. Keep it, it tight. You Throw gotta it check it out. Keep it tight. Oh, is that what but, uh, it is? Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I like yeah, that. Yeah, it's an asshole. Keep it tight, dog. Gotta keep it tight. Always. But yeah, man. Yo, thank you so much for coming on, bro. I appreciate you, man. All right, so Paul Verzi. It's V I R Z I Instagram. His website. You check out there for all the dates, and then go check out the Comedy Central special if you want to check streaming him out. Streaming on my website right now. Streaming it's- on Comedy Central. If you you know if you got the app, you can see all that. There's <laughs> clips. Check it out. Everything's up there. Go check it out. Uh, let us know what y'all thought, man. Thank you so much for coming in, man. I appreciate it. Dude, I had a blast. Yo, I appreciate you, man. And uh, and uh, this has been another episode of Flagrant Two No Easy Buckets uh, Analysis by Assholes Water Cooler Con for Your Soul's Knees. Thank y'all so much for listening. Peace. 